get in. That's the problem with the place. And you get there, and you spend all the money to go in, and you get there, and guess what? The fucking Pirates of the Caribbean shut bucks. down. True. <laughs> probably to make it probably make it more PC where the pirates are just fucking waving at you and they, don't, no, they can't be called pirates it, anymore. No, they, they probably shut it down to take Johnny Depp out of it. Persons of the No, they should have like him with a turd on the top of his hat. <laughs> An amber turd. <laughs> Rolling my eyes. <laughs> Engage eye roll. Watch out, your eyes will stick that way. <laughs> Pretty soon it's just be like uh, asexual gray robots just waving at you. <laughs> you mean it's not we, that already? We can't say pirates anymore. It's too offensive to real pirates. Okay, I know this is gonna be a weird one. But I actually got real upset when they changed the Roger Rabbit ride. Yeah. They put it in like a French coat. And I'm like, that's not the point of the movie. Like, Thank you. Like, the whole point is that she was drawn that way. And then she has that line about, like, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Like, that's the whole thing. Thank you. Yeah. Samara, your microphone is being weird. Hold on. Now is it okay? Now it's sound muffled. Yeah. A lot of hair. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Is that is that better? Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was, must be covering up your yes, uh, my mic- hair. <laughs> yeah, your, your microphone piece. Okay. That must be some thick hair you're talking through. <laughs> no, it's the way her earbuds work. Oh. It 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 doesn't pick up certain tones of her voice, and it sounds like you're in a. Kind of like in a dresser drawer. <laughs> dresser drawer? <laughs> yeah, the stuff they're doing with Disney car- Disneyland and Disney cartoons. And, and Disney in general, like how, they, how they're like, oh, we'll change the movie for our Chinese friends. Because they're homophobic. I think they, I think they chose to not make a change in the latest... Um, um, uh, Doctor, what's his name? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think they didn't make an edit. Yeah, but you know that's not that's. I mean, it was probably not because they have any morals. It's because they, it probably would cost them too much money to do it. Maybe. Like the stuff they wanted to cut hey. out would just you know. That like, oh, we have equality. We have this one gay character in the background that you see for thirty seconds. <laughs> well, like they changed the Dumble. They changed that new Dumbledore movie because there's a scene in it where they talk about being in love. Yeah, with another guy, and it's like they changed it for China. It's like, okay, you guys are just selling out your your. It's supposed to be art, but it's just a commodity. So true. So true. It's actually a good movie once I figured out who that guy was playing Johnny Depp's character halfway through the movie. Grindelwald? Yeah. 
that Max Maximum or whatever his name is is playing is playing Johnny Depp's character, which I miss Johnny Depp's character to tell you the truth because he did a better job at it. Plus, I really wanted to see to to see him and the other guy like French kiss because it's like you know. You're a pervert, Johnny Depp. Yeah, he's a pervert as well as you know a boomer. I'm a dude. I want to see Johnny Depp and Jude Law kiss. I'm a yeah, Jude Law just tongue lashing. I you know Johnny Depp. Love to see. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. But not just like those like fake kisses. I'm talking about like the tongue in the back of the throat kiss. Passion. Yeah, passion. All about the passion. <laughs> and on like that it. note. I mostly just want to see Jude Law kiss anybody. <laughs> Especially if it was you. <laughs> Down by well, the way. I can't I can't watch it if it's me. I want to watch oh, I, I, I could totally see you making out with Jude Law and like holding up a you might want to check like this so you can watch it while you do it. <laughs> you you might want to check because I think Jude Law is on Derek Jeter's herpes tree, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that Derek Jeter has like a legitimate herpes tree, right? Yeah, if you look up Derek Jeter's herpes tree on online, it'll show you like the tree of people that he's been with and who's been with who. <laughs> oh wow! Like it's like it looks like a like a Christmas tree, but not as joyful or happy, <laughs> not as festive. <laughs> <laughs> I got a goodness out of Samara. Goodness. This is why someone oh, like goodness. Ivar should not be allowed to retire. Goodness gracious. <laughs> too much, time, too much on time, time on his hands. hands. Way too much. He 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 looks at rabbit holes like they're as shallow as an inch deep. Oh, I've got and I just go down <laughs> rabbit holes all the time now. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> crazy. It's kind of fun. Sometimes I have to go, okay, I just stop. I have to stop. Just stop. <laughs> this rabbit hole's gotten too deep. And before long, like in about a year after your retirement, and you start hunching over, right? You get the big hunch in your what? back. You're you're unclean. You've got like the marks on your face. You've got I stop brushing my teeth look. and caring for myself. And you start going, <laughs> bathroom, bathroom. Ah, I just wet myself ah, at the ah. table now. Hey, mom, bathroom. I wear, mom. I wear adult size pampers. <laughs> so I don't even have to get up anymore. Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. Sorry <laughs> that we were not with you last week, but I unfortunately was starting to lose my voice last week as the weather was changing. And I was working around a lot of dust and a lot of um, uh, uh, dry and outdoor activity up on the ranch. So. Unfortunately, I was not feeling like my voice was going to handle it. And sure enough, the following morning, I was drinking hot liquids all morning to kind of try to get my voice back. So 
I use my voice for a living. Um, I'm officially now up to six full pay-to-play tables. Um, so hopefully in another month, with those, once those settle, I will open my final one, which will be an anthology table, um, where it's going to be a four-part campaign every month um, and purposely broken up into short campaigns. And the anthology is all the major cities of Exandria. So it's going to be Drusar, Nicodranus, Vasselheim, um, Zadash, um, and uh, Amon. And they will be just short little fun four-part campaigns. They're going to be mostly geared for beginners for the most part to help new, pl new players find some open seats and get more involved in playing the game. So you can find out all that information over at the D&D Club if you feel so inclined. We do have our new theme this month for the Discord um, giveaway for our dice goblins and our miniature goblins and our game goblins. Um, we are doing post-apocalyptic. I will be publishing those new channels uh, tomorrow. So join our Discord and be a part of that fun. Um, honestly, with the number of people that participate per channel, you have about a 1 in 50 chance on average of winning. So it's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun and we do some really cool. I think the the T-shirt I'm going with is uh, Summers from Rick and Morty, post-apocalyptic. Her favorite Earth is post-apocalyptic Earth. I thought that was a really cool T-shirt. So, and you know, the scraping of yogurt out of a cup is lots of fun as well. Not a yogurt. <clears throat> that was a frosty. Oh, of course it was. Well, when you're burning, Ours brought more that calories around than, the table. <laughs> when you're burning more calories than you're consuming because of you know the, your uh, 15 pound symbiote, I'm not surprised. Yeah. What was that? I hate, I, I, I hate your headset. 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 I hate it. I, I want to hear your voice like it was before, Samara, Sam. Yeah, it's just it's it sounds like you're in a closet again. We can't hear you. Damn. He just put you on blast, girl. You don't want to do it that. <laughs> we need to buy you another headset. Uh, it's like right, you're yelling down a tunnel, and we're like so getting So that Sam feels welcome. We're all gonna do it. Okay, guys. I'm gonna turn on you. I'm gonna turn on you. We finally got her to cuss with her hands. It's awesome. Yes. She almost said, "Gosh darn it!" That would have after our day probably wasn't a very far place. I know. Did you guys see her coffee bug? Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, "Uh oh, I better throw together a quick combat encounter because this girl's pissed." <laughs> no, 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 no. Not any combat. Not 25 any. red dragons land in your front door. Oh, that suck. We use our layer ability. I know, you guys we are use our blades. layer ability. Because yeah, yeah. you guys are yeah. actually home. So I want to... I think we should have our own layer ability. And I think it should be that stupid what? guard. It should cause... Con the guard that Talk to me should cause confusion to anything that enters the. Because <laughs> he, he asks, he asks the most asinine questions, and it causes it has to roll for confusion or not be able to move from its spot or attack. It just has to go. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't have. It's I'm a, not on the guest list. It's a, 
It's an aura of confusion that um, <laughs> plays like Tasha's hideous laughter. Right. <laughs> Let's get you a nice hu- cup cup of hot chocolate. You know what? what you- I'm going down to my homebrew tab and I'm going to add that. That sounds like it could be fun in the, in the future. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, wait. I gave yeah, him other an, other I monsters can stop idea. time or something and we and we get to have an annoying butler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely taking that one. Annoying. The annoying butler. Butler. <laughs> I did write down Aura of Confusion because that sounds like a real fun spell. Yeah. Aura so happy Tuesday Confusion. night, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Um, catch us on Mondays for Pike's Promise. Uh, I'll be here tomorrow night doing some more world building. We'll be back here Friday night for the Manor of Madness one shot that we do once per month. Uh, this is going to be a level 10 adventure. We already have five people that have accepted. Uh, but if you are a member of the Discord, you get to go into the event, hit the accept button, build a character of your choice, and bring it to the testing grounds of the one shot that we do once a month. Um, and How many Saturday, people do you usually have? Um, well, I have one tentative and five are already hit for accept. Um, uh, we but took you a usually month. take six? I try to take six, or at least I recommend people hit accept in case people move off the bubble, in case people can't show. So I I prefer five. I can do six. Um, I think this time I limited it to five because the manner of madness is a little bit more complex. So I wanted to make sure everybody got enough time to play their characters um, appropriately. Um, Saturday is uh, Grain Lands over at the D&D Club. Um, We will not be doing our Lawfully Chaotic episode this week um, as I have a change in schedule with picking up my daughter. She doesn't get out of the theater till six. Um, so I'm not going to be doing, um, I'll probably do another world building session late on Friday um, after I pick the kids up. Um, but Saturday is Grain Lands over at uh, D&D Club. Uh, Sunday is normally Debtor's Gambit, but we'll be doing reruns uh, for the remainder of May. And we'll be starting uh, Vince's game, which is, I believe he put the title in Discord channel name, right? Did he? Well, yeah, I think it's the one that he I'm built looking. for us. Uh, the Unlimited Power. Unlimited Power. Yeah. I don't know what that means from a standpoint of um, the name of the campaign, but it is going to be Vince's to run. It'll be Sunday, more than likely from noon to four on Sundays. Um, because like I in do... the chat, he posted mm-hmm. it as Powah. That's <laughs> because he's an anime freak. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But welcome to Denizens and Their Masters as we are here for our 78th session uh, with our Twitch um, channel. And um, actually, I think we're close to over 100 sessions now if I go all the way back to when we first started playing as well. And we're finally getting into the main core of the arc. The Storm Chasers were on their way to taking the Bright Queen back to her kingdom. But she convinced, somehow convinced the Zahefe Uladan to allow her to tour the Morrow Valley and sights unseen, um, as well as travel incognito with the Storm Chasers as they 
Um, not necessarily purposely having to keep it a secret, but kept it reasonably under wraps. Traveling through the Waterroon gates and through the central area of the Morrow Valley and then eventually reaching Zadash, they begin to encounter a strange organization called the Order of the Aspect. They began to encounter some situations that Samara's mother was dealing with. Strange um, uh, bits of rock being collected and parceled through in and out of the Morrow Valley. Refined kind of um, essence rock that's being used for both magical and animated purposes. While convinced that somehow the gentleman was involved, they eventually had a conversation with a very young gentleman who is in the process of opening up a very kind of interesting bar that's not quite open yet, but he refers to it as the Evening Nip, which is the name of the bar in Zadash. Um, they gained a little bit more information from him, a supposed kind of revelation that he is working closely through magical means with Albin Brecht and the Order of the Ghost, a organization that has decided to maintain and keep secrets for the benefit of Greater Wildmont, um, and they've been around for some time. Here, um, the team learned a little bit more about the Tilted Scale organization that the gentleman uses to lease out wagons for the purposes of caravans using them. But as the team made their way back through Zadash and trying to find their way back to the safe house where the Bright Queen was, they were jumped by an ambush of individuals that seemed to be very focused on trying to capture Samara. The team fought back, defeated the ambushers, and within the last moments that they were there, a very changed and very different-looking Qualish appeared on the back of a monstrous undead dragon form who still seemed focused on capturing Samara, but through clever spellcasting, clever wit, and as quickly as possible, led by Fire's ability to recall back to Nicodronus, the team decided better to make an end run on this situation until they know more. They retreated back to their tower, their estate. Once here, they begin to learn the awful truth of the spy network. The idea that even spies of spies keep secrets from each other. And it seems that the Order of the Ghost and other portions of the spy network were somewhat aware of what was going on. And through collusion with others, we're intercepting the caravans and preventing them from reaching their locations. This seems to have bought a little bit of time, at least. All of you, I believe, had headed over to the Brex to take in a meal and a discussion here. Feltish finally makes her way back to the Cobalt Soul for now. A very relieved Mara Kai, after giving birth to twins, is back with the group as well amongst the dinner guests. And I have to be honest with you. I think that's where we left off. Is that where we left off? Was it dinner? I think so. Remember, I had taken the letters from Atil and she had said, hey, by the way, you need to come to this place. And I was like, shit, we need to go. That's right. So while after dinner, I believe after the meal, 
you guys were kind of settling into some activities before taking a long rest. And Samara, you were off in one of the study areas, like one of the library areas, reading those letters from Atil. And you were told that, that something was going on in Hollyhead, I believe. And it was urgent that you and whoever can be afforded the opportunity meet her in Hollyhead based on these letters that you had received from her. It is late at night. Anybody want to do any last minute activities before settling into your long rest? I want to write in my journal and I think I need to feed the insects a piece of rotted meat. I'm not sure if I did that already today. I think you did. I did it today before we teleported back, like just before we were ambushed. Pretty sure. I thought it was okay. after. Mm. When you were back at the estate before heading to the Brecht compound. Mm -mm. No, because I'd searched the mm. um, streets right. of Zadash for rotted food from the trash can. That's right. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my dear, dear partner. She is so excellent about hobo, hobo scrounging in trash cans. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. And, and this is like when we also learned journal. we also learned that Tobias was being purposely excluded due to his running of the mouth and unable to keep secrets. Some of that was learned as well through the last session. Now I feel bad. You, you have... <laughs> as he says with that smile. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm going to write in my journal about the destruction of his temple. And I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, kill the temple with a giant red dragon. And I'll rebuild it, and it will be even better. I'm writing in my journal. Uh, yeah, you notice as you write, you take a moment to reach over and sip from your cup of tea, and the pen keeps writing on its own. Mm. And then sitting in a corner near you, you see that familiar cloak, that familiar smile. Well, it's been a while. I know, I've been busy. Um... There's this strange small blue child that keeps calling on me. I don't know what she wants, but she keeps me entertained. Um, but I, sorry I was missing your previous messages. I, I'm a busy person, to say the least. But how are you I doing? I expect you're an important man. Well, I am very important. I, very important. Not sure if I enjoy the fact that you assume I'm a man, but uh, sure. Oh, you're in a very important being. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. Yes. You watch as a tiki cup comes up to like translucent air and tips backwards. And so you're a bit of a predicament, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, if I made amends with my murderous sibling, I would feel very traumatized as well. I mean, I get the sense that maybe you just kind of wanted to go back that way because more predictable, perhaps. Mm. It is definitely interesting making, like, spending time with someone who stabbed me to death. Get the baby. <laughs> oh my god, you guys have got to watch Pike's Promise when Ivar's playing with that kid. That kid loves you, Ivar. Absolutely I I, adores you. I love him. He's a cutie. <laughs> This mom, is. me. I knew you were playing, mom. I knew you were playing. 
I know he was laying on his side in the bassinet. So I was wondering, you know, that little spell that you cast that brought you and your friends back here so quickly. That is one of your more powerful spells that you've used recently, is it not? Yes. Well, I mean, I noticed it almost immediately. I mean, I threw down the lollipop and told the young blue child, I will see you another day. And I made my way back here as quick as I could. Um, what are your, what are you and your friends doing these days? I thought you'd solved all of this. You ran off the bad guy. The big city was saved. You became heroes. You acquired your own. Look at this magnificent estate that you're in now. Well, one of the bad guys kind of resurfaced on the back of a giant undead dragon. Oh my, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you guys should it just was. go live somewhere else. This, this world sounds horrible. Well, we're trying to make the world a better place. Are you? I think. Well, no, that was a question. Are you? making it a better place <laughs> because from my I mean, vantage point the rather large town in the Morrow Valley that's been burning for the better part of the day might think differently that yeah there were some I have, a, I have a couple followers there that reached out to me in aid I moved the storm cloud a little bit faster than normal that's good so hopefully that'll help I don't know I'm not really a fa- fan of the Dwendals oh. I, I, I find them a very finicky group We've got funny people in their kingdom, but not enough to make me care. Oh, you missed it when I did I did the blade barrier um, spell, and oh, Sam really? did the whirlwind spell, and we made it oh, look like people really? were in a blender. I that's mean, very sadistic sad. and funny. I, I I like that. That's good. That's 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 good. It, What's it was a blender? Gross. There were bits of people everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, I know what a blender is. It's what I use to make my tiki drink. It's fine. You think this is the only world, the only universe. This is the multiverse, I assure you, for sure. Bison's not there. <laughs> I didn't say what's a blender. Pigeons are loud tonight. Pigeons are loud. They're always loud. we got loud. baby pigeons, too. <laughs> well, so what did your, you and your friends going to do next? I mean, that don't get me wrong. I'll find a place for you when you eventually you know, die. I mean, you're way too much one of my favorites now just to be wasted as worm food and rot. I have a place for you. Um, you well, know. That's good. Yeah. I, I don't know about your friends. I, not really kin to them. I mean, I might find a place for that little mouse friend of yours. He's quite funny. That little trick he pulled on the pirates was hysterical. I laughed hard on that one. Yeah, so did he. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't think the pirates laughed, but he did. It was funny. Yeah, and I can assure you, he's definitely going to make the remainder of your life very interesting. He does indeed, yes. And what about that Samara? She's become something special, hasn't she? She is. She's, um... Um... And am well, I reading this right? Mara gave diplomat. birth to twin puppies? Is that what you were I thinking mean, about the other I day? I don't think they're actually puppies. But oh. Well, I heard they somebody mention... She's a bear, and her husband's oh. a lion, so I thought they're... she was a genasi. Well, yes, but she turns into a bear, oh. and her husband turns into a lion. You know, there's so... this... 
There's this other world layers? I visit on occasion, and they have these things called water bears. Lions? Very tiny, and they make up like you know very super strong structures. And did you say like water bear? Water bears? Well, yeah, she's a water genasi bear. Water bear. So you're saying she's I a want water a bear? Water bear? I, she looks so scary as a water bear, an eight foot tall water bear. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm more into fun than scare tactics. I expected her to turn into a giant blue bear. I am blue. And she turns into a giant blue bear. <laughs> it's really funny seeing a giant blue bear. <laughs> I mean, bears are usually black or brown, right? She's blue. And I must say, Thyssen certainly has become quite powerful, hasn't he? Yeah, I still like calling him not Sigurd and giving him dragon turtle statues. I know, it is pretty <laughs> funny. I do I do like it when you make things The laugh. look of constipation on his face when I give him dragon turtle statues, it's so funny. Are they cursed? Do they make him poop then? Is that why you give it to him? That makes it more funny. No, if he had a look of constipation, they, they make him not poop. Oh, I don't believe yeah. that's healthy for any humanoid creature. But then again, I hardly believe he's that humanoid. Well, he's a tiefling. That's kind of humanoid. Is he? He's got two legs and arms. He's about this tall. Is he, is he, yeah. is he really just a tiefling? He watches no, his form turns he to look halfling. through. Well, he, he kind of, his form turns to glance in the direction where you can hear everybody else kind of settling in for the night. And the form, the shadowy form with the big green cloak and just the visible smile. I mean, to be fair, he's more of a cursed apparition, don't you think? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. He was, well, I mean, he was kind of dead, but now he's not dead. Yes, whatever that agreement he made with the, uh, not that I'm ever to step on the toes of the Wild Mother. She is quite a powerful being. Um, but she's not very fun in the least. She doesn't really like jokes or the no, sense and she likes of taking humor. away the flying magic. Well, she's a very lit. Most beings are very literal. I would, I would describe myself as very literate, not very literal at all. I'm more inclined for, for jest and humor more than anything. Yeah. yeah. So. Could well, you make me big? Pigeons are very loud. I know. We have to get an an exterminator or something because, you know, head pigeons. The falcon. (laughs) pigeons. Pepper pepper would, for sure. Pepper would totally eat pigeons. (laughs) Sam, you're Well, anyways, have fun on this next little journey. Yeah, Um, we gotta figure out where we're going. I, I, I saw this Oh, I saw this other group of people that they did this thing. I don't know. They're supposed to do something. I don't know what it does. And he kind of stands in front of you and goes, I bless you. Somebody said that's what, well, well, no, somebody told me that's what gods do. They bless people. Oh. So I'm fitting into my shoes for once. Does that mean that I need to cast bless more often? Because I don't really cast it all that much. I don't know. Is that a spell? Yeah. Oh, sure. If you think it's appropriate, absolutely. Okay, I will bless people in your name. Oh, well, thank you. Well, anyways, good luck. And 
it just kind of the smoke and mist evaporate, the smile evaporates, and your journal's completely filled in for days worth of, you know, content that you've been, even though you weren't writing. Okay. And I feel very happy, and I talk to him, and I'm going to sleep very well tonight. Okay. Anybody else want to do any last-minute activities before we take our long rest? Yeah, I want to talk to Albin. Okay, so you go looking for Albin, Samara? Uh, anything quite. you want to do? Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Heard Hollyhead? Something about Hollyhead? Oh my god! No, we haven't. <laughs> the worst. You. <laughs> you are literally underwater. Try taking out one of your earbuds and put it by your mouth when you talk, just for a gig. Now put it a little further out. No. Much better. Okay. Oh, better. There we go. Oh, yeah. much oh, better. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't know why that one wasn't working. Okay. So, did I tell everybody about Hollyhead? I would say everybody started to settle into their sleep, and part of reading your letters was like you're kind of like settling into your long rest as you kind of isolate. But we don't yourself. know about Hollyhead yet. So, no one else knows about it but you. Okie dokie. Can I come out and see if anyone is still up? Um, you come out to the site of Tobias, just kind of casually making his way downstairs. And he's yelling at the top of his lungs, looking for Albin. You see Mara pacing the halls with a child who won't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm going to go over to Mara because Tobias, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> what, what's your passive perception now, Samara? Oh, God, hold on. I think it's like, no, wow, it's a 17. 17. You immediately see Tobias round a corner in the same hallway that Marakai is like pacing up and down with one of the babies on her shoulder. Who's slowly falling asleep and then fussing and slowly falling asleep. And Tobias, you find Albin in the library study and the two of you start your conversation. But as that gets started, Samara, you are now standing in the hallway with Mara. So I'm going to be whispering it because I see that the baby's asleep. Yeah. We need to go to Hollyhead tomorrow morning, like as soon as everyone's awake. Okay, have have a safe trip. No, no, you're coming too. I'm coming too. Yeah, something's going down in Hollyhead for lack of time. I'm just going to explain the letters. Right. Um, things, things, things. Things, things, things. <laughs> we need to go. Okay. I'm going to go tell okay. everyone else. Okay, I, I should probably talk to Albin. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> She's very <laughs> tired and confused. That's all that's happening. <laughs> so, so Tobias, you go find now. Albin and I'll go find everyone else. Albin? <laughs> <laughs> There's like the cracked door, not more than 50 feet from you, Mara, because you're in the, in the hallway yep. pacing. The door cracks open and Albin sticks his head out. Oh, yes, dear, what is it? I I have to go you, to you Holly. You don't need the stone, dear. I'm right here. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, I have I have to go to Hollyhead. I think. Okay, the children are or the babies are big enough. We we can. I'll be sure that they're taken care of. You don't need to worry about that. Okay. I think you could use the road a bit, dear. You you seem a bit. I don't want you to feel trapped. I sh- I should probably get some sleep before I go. 
It's got to be a good idea. Why don't you um, leave the babies with, yes, leave the, this should make Tobias very happy. Thank you. Um, So Tobias, as you're sitting in the oversized chair waiting for Alvin to come back in, he's now carrying, you know, a small um, half Genasi, half human. And at some point they will take their sip of the cup and become whatever lycanthrope lineage that is passed down through generations. Um, They have a sippy cup. Do you need one, Tobias? No. <laughs> you sit down. And he like he sits in his chair and he puts the baby up on his shoulder and kind of just sits there rocking it for a moment while it fusses. And he just looks at you kind of like you seem a mite different, Tobias. You're not as You're not as shiny as you used to be. Yeah, it's kind of worn off, hasn't it? Mm, it does. This world will wear down on you in quick matter for sure. Uh, I don't like that we're not getting told information. It's, it's my fault. What do you mean? You don't know that. Oh, I don't know that? No. God no. damn it. You can't never tell me anything. <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> But I will say uh, this much. You've picked up on enough people excluding you recently within the last, you know, two or three months that you've picked up a little bit on the fact that people are beginning to kind of, oh, here comes Tobias. Let's go talk over here. You've at least picked up on that vibe. You don't know that it's been prescribed as a general agreement amongst those that are keeping the peace and keeping the information close to the chest. I just want to know what's being kept from me then. Because everybody's whispering around my back. Well, that's... Tobias, you are a pirate trapped in a land of law and order. I can't stand it. Yeah, I I can tell. And I don't have a ship. I'm a pirate trapped on land, too. Well, have you talked to um, Admiral Alabaster since you've been back? No, I don't want a watership anymore. Those are boring. Well, but the problem with the airships, Tobias, is that they're so expensive and they're difficult to acquire. Only one or two major guilds in most of the regions have access to these. Yeah, I mean, we're talking. I take out a pin. <laughs> Where are they located? Uh, no, I'm not going to be responsible for your grand larceny, Tobias. What are their weaknesses? Where are guards posted around their window? Where are the guards posted? What's the time of the guard change? Come on. You're a spy, aren't you? You can find these things out. Thanks, Tyson. I could. could. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you, Tobias, the days of grand larceny are gone. No, they're never gone. You can always do it. Oh, you can. But I don't know if I would recommend it. Took us a while to get control of the sea lanes again. That's something that the and we um, can be in control of the skies with me. Yeah, I, I know you What's feel better that. Than way. that? The, the resources that are used to make those flying vessels are heavily controlled and monitored. Uh, they're not even allowed to have access to it over certain amounts, and only one particular guild is allowed to even harvest the broomstone. Uh, what guild's that? I, I'm no, Tobias. No. <laughs> I thought I'm you were my friend. 
You married my friend. friend, and now you're not my friend anymore. Oh, I'm your friend. This is information. Friend. Information is you're not committing a crime by giving me information on things that like that you can't. I help most how certainly I act am. It's called aiding and abetting, and it's most certainly a crime. Do I look like a snitch? I'd never tell anybody that you gave it to me, Tobias. I mean, you look like a rat. <laughs> Birds again. <laughs> but Tobias, they're everywhere tonight. Tobias. <laughs> This world is a magical world. There's people with arcane skills and arts that can draw that information out of you. Think of it this way. Sometimes things are not told to you to kind of keep you and yours protected from concern. And sometimes yeah, but it would have been, because it, it you would have been really helpful to know. to know some stuff. Yeah, but you I say feel like we're doing stuff and you know that we're doing stuff. And it would just be better that if we knew you were doing something that we could join in instead of like fumbling along and not knowing things and then stumbling into things that you already have been are give doing. Me a, give me a persuasion on that one because you're hitting some notes on that one. And and I'm tired of the gentleman and his games. He's your friend. Okay, what is it now? It's a persuasion. Persuasion. I really suck at persuasion. Uh, yeah, 13. So I 13? still suck at persuasion. Look, Tobias, you're right. I am a spy. And the order that I am a part of, we use our network and our means to keep things as safe as we think we can make them. And we do tend to rely and utilize nefarious individuals. Now, the one thing I can assure you, the gentleman will never get involved in anything unless profit is expected. He's not really all that much different than you when it comes to that. He's just better at lying than you are. You are incapable, Tobias, of lying to a fault. And in some situations that but is that a we fault? are involved in, well, it's a fault when the lie might keep you and your friends from getting killed. Okay, 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 okay. Now, wait, wait. Just there's, say. There's two things I can do. I can tell the truth, which you know I'm good at. I've had many a hand thrust over my mouth in the last few years because I'm telling the truth. Okay, but besides that, if I don't tell the truth, then I just keep my mouth shut. Right? Yeah, but can, when if I do that, if I can keep my big trap shut, would you like let us in on some? Would you like stop doing this stuff or whatever is going on, Tobias? And then you just tell me, "Hey, don't tell nobody." And then I go, "Okay, great." So if someone tells me something, but they don't say, "Hey, this is a secret," then it then I don't think it's a secret. Strangely enough, yeah. Strangely enough, Tobias, your logic makes sense to me, and that's what concerns me. Sure. If I could have had some kind of guarantee that you would learn at the very least not to speak to the obvious so that the obvious can remain hidden enough for us to take advantage of those that don't understand what's going on. Now, I had no idea that this order of the aspect was in play. That part I can tell you I didn't know. We knew that suspicious activities with the caravans were occurring and the behavior of those involved brought it to our attention. I forced 
the gentleman to um, use his own services and offer it to the aspect. So yes, I did do that. I wanted to find out exactly what they were doing. And it just so happens that you and Peltish and the others stumbled upon whatever it is they were in the midst of, short of burning down an, uh, a good portion of a city or town, I would say what occurred is a good win. You can use a lot of that for cover and to get things under control, but sometimes, Tobias, things are just not said because if no one is told this detail, then perhaps it will go unseen and can be used later as a more sophisticated weapon. Right okay. now, I have spies in the Zohashian um yeah, well, yeah, I will share something with you, Tobias. We'll see how long this lasts. I do have spies within the Bright Queen's court. We're mm -hmm. currently trying to find out what they mean by terror engines going missing. We believe that they were machines that they bought from some dwarves and then converted them into magical equipment in order to harvest and mine in deep, dangerous places. Now, I'd like to know what happened to them, who stole them, and what they're being used for. I think that has value, but... Uh, so, talked to the Bright Queen the other day, and she did yes, say that I... some of those machines were missing. Oh, so you're able to say that she's... Con so, based on what you heard, you can confirm that story, then. That's the story she's telling. I don't know what... I don't really... Do I 100% trust her? No. It's kind of well, perhaps a visit to the wasted mines in the near future might help us understand that better. But wasted mines—is that where they use them at? Yes, it's a range of bulwarks and uh, excavation and mine sites north of their capital city. Um, I believe it is north of. You know, normally I have your folder open. You'd think I'd be, after almost over two years of playing, that I would get better at this. That's all right. <laughs> um, yes, they're north of the major capital city of Asarius. I believe you and your friends have been there before. My wife spoke of it. What, what are the names of the mines? Uh, they're called the Wasted Mines. They're not too specific about the naming conventions uh, the mines are located in the northern waste north of Asarius and they are merely referred to as the wasted mines they are places that have been very industrialized over the last hundred years by her court we believe it's the very heart of their mining operations for purposes of um, precious metals and, and metals to use in their industrial capabilities if I was going to roll the dice and say you need to watch out for somebody in her court, it'd be that mage. Uh, which one would that be? The one that was floating around. They all float around, Tobias. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about. Are you going to make me look at my notes? It's, it's like three <laughs> books back. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, I know who you're speaking of. Yeah. Tobias, he is on my radar for sure. All right. So anyway, she well, to be more specific, he's on the service assemblies right now. I 
run interference. I prefer See, to isolate that individual, and I can use him later. See, you're my friend, so I'm going to tell you, even though like the Bright Queen probably wants it to be a secret. But uh, So yeah, she sent some of her machines that those terror machines we saw in the forest looked like the machines they used that she utilizes, and that looks like maybe some of them were stolen or something. Yes. So. And that's all? How did you come by this information, Tobias? Uh, I was chatting with the Bright Queen. Are you sleeping with her, Tobias? Uh... Uh, kind of. <laughs> she turned me into a minotaur. <laughs> well, that must have been very. It was weird, but it's all right. She seemed to like it. <laughs> I, I, I may have to move you up my list, Tobias. Yeah. And perhaps you have skills I've yet to tap into. See, I could be one of your best spies. No, you couldn't, but you do have skills. You're far too trusting to be a good spy, but you'd make an excellent informant. Oh, great. I'm an informant. <laughs> <sighs> Don't informants get paid normally? They are capable of earning a great deal of money if their information is proven accurate. Perfect. It's a deal. Get those plans and the, everything together for those airships. Pick a good one out for me. Yes. I will do my best to pick out a good airship for you, Tobias. Now, if you don't mind, if there's nothing more, I'd like to put my child to bed. Okay. All right. I'll be quiet. Good, good evening, Tobias. Good night. And he, kind of, he kind of leaves you behind in the library area. It's a bunch of chairs and desks and whatever. And, he gets up. You can hear him kind of move down the hallway and eventually into another room. I go to the filing system. Airships. Airship ownership. <laughs> airship. Airship consortium. Airship. Airship. Uh, airship guilds. Guilds that use. Okay, there we go. Every drawer you go to is glyphed. Oh, I get exploded. <laughs> they all seem to be arcane locked. Oh, great. Right. Your passive would be high enough to pick up on that for sure. These people are so untrustworthy. <laughs> they stomp off and go to bed. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. I'll start my own spy that. network. <laughs> With blackjack and hookers. <laughs> hey! All right, Sam, you're so one Samara, of, you're where do you my go after your recruit. conversation with Mara? Um, I'm going to go find fire so I can let her know about it. Okay. You knock on her door. She wakes up sleepy-eyed and kind of sees you and goes, Hey, when we wake up, we're going to go to Hollyhead, Kay. Okay. Go back she to sleep. She doesn't say why. She just shuts the door and she pad foots back to sleep. Then I would go find Asborn and Tyson and tell them the same thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> you eventually locate Asborn and Tyson. Where are you at this point? Are you in your room within the Breck compound, or are you off doing something? 
I'm uh, resummoning my guy, my little uh, your little homunculus. In fact, Samara, when you arrive, <gasps> oh my gosh, that's Tyson, right! I have to resummon mine. You arrive to Thyson's room on the second floor of the common chambers that are afforded guests of the Breck family, um, and there's a sound and like a weird reddish smoke come coming under from his door as you knock on it. You okay in there? Huh? You good? What do you want? We're going to Hollyhead in the morning. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So as all of you settle into your long rest... I need to re re summon um, Ember too. I forgot. That's fine. She got kicked. She yeah. got. She got. Oofed. Can we press Oofed. it? Because I have yeah. so many hit points missing. Yep. So you guys could go ahead yep. and click off your long rest. You wake up the following morning yeah. to the um, smell of food. Uh oh! Somebody got my son. Hmm? What's uh, Sebastian hmm? doing? He's sitting in his uh, bumbo chair. Bumbo. Oh, okay. Because you weren't looking down, you talking. were looking straight across. And then I realized when I said someone got my son, both you and Aiden answered at the same time. That was pretty cute. This <laughs> <laughs> because Aiden is your son, too. He is. He's my baby boy. Um, so you guys wake up to the smell of breakfast. The common area is already set up for everybody as you wake up the following morning. And one by one, with one exception, there is no sign of Asborn this morning. Um, there's been a note left. He is going to, or she, she. is going to run and resolve some um, staff and organizational issues with the estate. That's good that he's doing it, or she's doing it, and not Tobias. Probably. True. Are you hungry yet? <gasps> Sorry. So get, yes, I am. I'm hungry. I'm going to go get breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I was asking Ember that. Um, and we're going to go get food. Yeah. Cool. So all of you meet at the common table on the second floor. Mara is like totally packed, ready to go. Like, ready? Ready, guys? We going? Is it time? Yes, we will. Do you need me Are to put gonna... anything in the bag of holding? I don't Mara? think so. I have my own bag of holding. Okay. Thank you, though. Did I, did how, we get... how are we getting to Hollyhead? You bought it for me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyone? Well, Thyssen's been there. We could probably, he could probably teleport us. Tyson, can you manage that today? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cool. Let's go. Mm, let's eat breakfast first. Okay. I don't want to get to Hollyhead and then fight people on an empty stomach. Fair. Yeah. So you guys breakfast. consume your breakfast in the morning. Um, eventually Mara, your in-laws and Alvin say their goodbyes to you because they are now in charge of the twins. Um, do you cry over leaving the babies? I do. Oh, it's quite a heartfelt departure of sorts. 
Um, but you guys watch as Tyson, all master of the teleportation circle, takes him a while to set it up and get it ready as normal. But then at the conclusion of the creation of the teleportation circle, one by one, as you on the other side, without even having to roll, because you're 100% familiar with it, you are in the town of Hollyhead, just on the outskirts. Familiar with a path that leads into Hollyhead, because this was a path once taken by a very reanimated Oswald. But it puts you right on the outskirts of the town. And here it's morning, obviously mid-morning by the time you guys teleport out to this point. You can see the end. Oh, I, got, I get to pull up the um, tab for that. It's been a while. Where are you, Hollyhead? Oh, there you are. Um, you can see the crooked cat in its normal spot. Um, you can also see the handful of kind of like open air shops that are still functioning. There's a small crowd out this morning. Um, however, looking down into the bay, there are now actually three docks. It seems that they've added two new um, docks to the interior of the bay. You can see at least one ship of the line at dock. And that's when you notice for the first time that the uh, local crowns guard are now firmly in control of Hollyhead. It does not quite seem to be the haven of um, what the what the gentleman once used it for. Perhaps it's still being used as a smuggler's point, but there's a lot of um, crowns guard and um, kind of uh, a government influence here now post the battle with um, uh, Shulaman and the near collapse of the Clovis Conclave. So they don't seem to be set on allowing that to happen again. Um, but no sign of anyone else, you know, just on the outskirts of the town. What would you guys like did to it, do? Did a teal say in her letters where I was supposed to meet her? I forget. Uh, the crooked cat. She had said okay. there would be a familiar place and she would be there. So let's go. All in. right. While keeping a close eye on our surroundings. Okay. Let's Give me a perception check, Fire. Just Fire? Perception. She asked. She wanted Okey to keep a close dokey. look on the surroundings. Okie dokie. Mm, Some of us are too dice. love smitten to them. worry about looking around. Some of my <laughs> trying to kill me. Dirty. Dirty what? They're just dirty. Dirty 20. Dirty yeah, 20. It's, it's a dirty 20. I mean, looking around, it's kind of the normal crowd of just like fishing folk and kind of like day workers and uh, people that just do normal activities in a very small town. Um, you know, you pass by the um, the Dwarven Steelworks. Uh, there's Vinograd's Depot, Bifar's Furs, all the same shops stare here. Although that one missing piece of, like there's a one little open piece of property in between two of the shops where you remember Merla's magical um, gems, jewels, and jade used to be before you guys basically spent enough money to allow her to retire. Um, 
So for the most part, I think it seems okay. Normal. You guys approach the crooked cat. All of you going inside to the crooked cat as well. I, I, I wanna go I wanna go shopping more, but uh, we're going to the crooked cat first. <laughs> Let's figure out what's going on first. In fact, I'm debating whether or not I should disguise myself because it seems everyone wants to kill me for some reason. You should, and you have we're, a ring that does that. We're on a mission Someone's and she hungry. wants to shop. <laughs> Can, and 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 considering her last purchase, flies that eat rotted meat. Oh, she's just a joy to be around. <laughs> I'm going to hint. She smells like rotted meat. <laughs> and she's a I trash digger like, now. I do not. I do not smell like rotted meat. There's like a trash trail of like town cats like following her towards the crooked cat in. <laughs> so the a teal's a tiefling, right? Yep. Your girlfriend's a tiefling. What color? She's a mottled blue and gray. Okay. I'm going to turn myself into a tiefling that looks similar. So that as okay. I walk in. You should look like Veltish. Like <laughs> then she okay. really won't know me. I'm trying to make sure that she yeah. at least. Well, she knows Veltish, does it? She doesn't know Veltish. In, in passing, barely in passing. But I don't think yeah. she's physically seen her. I think she was mentioned via like a messaging between Samara and Atil. Fair enough. Um, I just don't trust what's going on because I feel like somebody's going to be in there that's going to try and kill me. Fair point. As all of you come into the Crooked Cat Inn, you can see the familiar Erhart Whitney behind the counter, the drow, um, that was part of being the guide up towards the old mad mage's dwelling. Uh, that's now gone missing. Um, there are some other folks here that don't look familiar. Um, there's Bestrold. He's there as well. Um, and then, of course, just sitting there at the bar talking to Bestrold, um, you see a familiar tiefling. She looks over her shoulder as the door opens to see Fire, Tobias, Dyson, and Mara come in. She gets a big smile on her face and then just covers a laugh as she recognizes and as she casually walks over, that who's this? It's almost like I'm looking in a mirror. Like it? Hello, Samara. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. I just I we've had a lot of run-ins with people uh, recognizing me, so I thought that this would probably be best. Yes, I have some connections in the dash. That was quite the mess that you and your friends left there. I'm sure there was good reason for that. There was, yes. What are you talking about? And then the mess that was left, left in trust involved. I'm sure there was a good reason for that as well. What? To be fair, our what messes have been trying to figure out this situation with the... Uh, maybe we shouldn't talk here. Should we find a private she, well, class? She leans in and gives you a quick kiss on the cheek, and then she pulls out a writing quill. Sometimes you can do a lot more with this than that. And she like points at your arm. She goes, we are perfectly safe here. Um, Bestrald can be trusted. This is an okay place. Please, come sit down. I'm sure you no longer use those feet anyways. It seems that you and your friends zap wherever you go anyways. So It has been much faster. Yes, it is far more convenient, is it not? (sighs) So I got your letter 
Yes. You stated that I had to be here as soon as possible. What happened? Well, strangest thing. So I received a message from Mara's betrothed, her husband, um, Albin. How is old Albin anyways? Is he still sane or... Bourbon babies. <laughs> oh, well, that will make you crazy in a quick, quick hurry, for sure. Um, I received a, ma- a message from Albin some two or three weeks ago. And he had asked me and my friends to make some further inquiries in regards to the previous location of that um, house that had gone missing. And then to aid those that were supposed to be here um, and um, uh, spend some time excavating and trying to garner more information from the site and then report all that information back. Well, we seem to have a problem. They have all gone missing. The people? Yes, there's a team of about 18 people up on the old site where the house used to be. And I was up there hmm, two days ago. I'd sent the message yesterday afternoon. Um, so yes, two days ago. And there was just an abandoned campsite. Nobody else. Nothing. But their stuff was not, all there. Their stuff was there. A kettle of water was boiling. A muffin was half eaten. It looked like they had woken up to do their morning preparations. And then it was just simply gone. And I said to myself, not only is this a good reason to finally see my wonderful friend Samara again, but I plain just don't fucking understand it, and it's quite creepy. And you guys are pretty good at these things. Well, we had our suspicions about that house to begin with. Well, when a house goes missing, you can call your suspicions confirmed. I, I think, I think the nature of the excavation was more to determine why just the house and if anything else was involved. Mm-hmm. But no sign of any of the folk. Uh, there were, uh, I believe, a couple of expositors there with some cobalt soul individuals. Um, there was a small contingent of academians from. Nicodranus in the Heroes Hall. Um, and then I believe they had called in some um, some clergy from Vasselheim to do some study as well. Um, I don't really remember all the names because I only checked in on them once in a while. I didn't feel obligated to watch over them. But at the very least, feel like this is not good news that they've gone missing. It's a large group of people. We can definitely look into it. But before we do, we've been tangled up with uh, this Order of the Aspect. Do you know anything about them or have heard anything about them? Well, the name is not familiar to me at all. Where did you run into them? What did they do? They're really shady. We're having um, issues with them shipping out different types of stones. We think that they're... Uh, Causing issues with, um, sorry, I'm looking at my notes. Uh, that these stones are possibly being turned into constructs. We don't know what's going on with them, but they're being really shady and weird. Hence, all of the destruction that's been following us. They've also been actively hunting me. Oh, possibly one's high office now makes them a good target. We're not sure. 
Well, I can tell you this much. If they keep you under control and keep you under lock and key, that uh, would hold much sway over your mother, don't you think? That was my original thought. Interesting. I don't know much about this order of the aspect. I can certainly put out feelers to see if uh, Bertrand and the others have heard of them, but we're so far from the center of the city. It's or the center Unlikely. of society for the most part. We're on the very outskirts of it. So not many of the, I mean, we see travelers come up and down the main roads, but for the most part, we still pretty much keep to ourselves. The, um, it's a real shithole here. The crowns. Yes, Tobias. It's a real shithole. And we like it that way. <laughs> sure, the crowns got it here in some number and fashion, but they care more about the pirates rebuilding themselves more than anything else. Oh, that ain't and with the, for a while. And with the gentlemen in the myriad now more in the Morrow Valley, eh, there's not much illicit coin in this area much now. But I spoke with the gentleman, it. but he didn't have much more to say about them either. No, he is too busy being in love and building his new bar. To Who care. is this girl? You wouldn't oh, tell this, us. This gorgeous little young tiefling woman. Uh, I believe she's a singer in Nicodranus. All right. I don't know her name. I just know of her. He's been in Nicodranus on occasion. But for the most part, he keeps to himself for the morrow. She goes out and sees him as well. Mm. Must be something about them tieflings. Everybody's got one. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias, it's good to see you haven't changed. You're, yeah, still a very, you you're still a very fun asshole, and I appreciate that about you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> Although I would like to... I do ponder the question about Tyson. Well, what about him? I, I'm still not used to him being a tiefling. It's very strange. It's well, awesome. It He's as got soon as we get used everything. to something, he turns into something else. Oh, what do you think he'll be this time? Mm. Mm. A mouse folk? <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted know. that. We could be true brothers. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be truly ironic if that had happened, but it's not. Well, anyways, could you and yours join me out at the excavation site and... Yes, let's go. ...figure out what maybe had happened to them? I mean, did you and yours, Mara, any reports from your organization that they were called back for any reason that you know of? Um, do, do I know anything? Um, you don't remember Alvin ever saying anything about Hollyhead at all. And if he was, well, why would he be called away here, like in the middle of what they were doing in the morning? That's weird. That's well, there's lots of weird things to definitely think about, but yes, that was weird for sure. Yeah, I don't know much. I've been mostly out of it. Mm. How are your babies <laughs> doing, by the you. way? Getting big. Good, good. What age are they supposed to be when they take the ceremony? Do you know? Uh, you know, I I don't. My my mother in law would probably know more. Hmm. Interesting. And so, how is your mother doing? She's doing well. Yeah. Good. Well, the needle's good. thriving as always. 
Oh, and the garments that she sends up here for me and mine. I mean, Bertrand over there is wearing one of the new waistcoats. Quite nice. Your mother has a skill, and the people she hires, great skill as well. Yes. Good. How old well. are the babies now? Three months, I think. I think around three months. Three months. Perfect time and to start an adventuring. <laughs> their growth cycle is very different from other humanoid creatures. A three-month-old to the lineage that they're attached to is the equivalent of a one-year-old at this point. And yeah. they grow exponentially faster till they hit maturity age, and then they normalize. So in five years, they'll be 18. Jesus. So maybe by the time we're done with this game... <laughs> they'll start their own adventuring party their new, uh, I hate you mom they'll go through the rebellious stage like in a month well to get a good origin story I'm going to have to die tragically so. you're not the boss of me <laughs> yeah. no they just have a fight and or you guys just have a fight and kick them out no okay they like transform into shit and like, get, and, like run through the house and like destroy stuff where they're fighting Yeah, that sounds fun. Well, shall we head out to go and look at the site? Okay. After you. So she leads you out of the Crooked Cat, gives her farewell to Bertrand and some of the others that are there. And the six of you follow a very familiar trail out to a very familiar hillside. Um, and looking down into the valleyed area that this house used to sit in, you can see about a dozen tents are set up. Um they're set up around a purposely roped off perimeter of maybe where the house foundation used to be. You could see the telltale signs of a now like, um, like where there might've been a fire, um, like, you know, like a campfire. You could see like walking down into the campsite. It literally looks like, even though the food's old, it's been a couple days, you know, a couple days since that morning. It just looks like a very well curated campsite with just lots of equipment and tools and pinup boards of maps and kind of um, symbols and illustrations of the immediate area. And you can tell they've been taking measurements of the area and they've got these sophisticated roping staked off system around where they believe the foundation of the house was you can see where all the soil has been meticulously kind of put to the side and you can see where they're trying to find some kind of remnant or understanding of what was here um and atiel just looks around and see what i mean i don't they should be here it's been almost two days now since they've gone missing may i reach down to touch the earth and I want to commune with nature. And I want to ask the earth, like, give it the vibe of, like, how did these the creatures that were here disappear? Did they just, like, disappear into thin air? Were they dragged off? Like, what kind of happened? The response you get from the immediate kind of, like, flora of the area and this kind of, first you get this, cold breeze across your shoulders which is more of a ominous feeling and then you get like a warm breeze of confusion like 
there's no awareness that they had come and gone. A sense of they just don't know. The natural environment is just feeling very disconnected. So they they never felt like they were even there, like ever. It's hard to it's hard to understand the feeling that you're getting right now. It's a mix of confusion and almost as if they just were never here to begin with. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna do a search of the area. I was gonna say, but we got a Scooby Do this. Let's go. Velma, you come with me. I mean, Sam, you come with me. Let <laughs> me see if I have any Scooby Doo skills. Hey, Scooby. Tyson can so, either survival or investigation. It's up to you guys. I would like I to Scooby Doo some skills. Okay. I think I'm going with survival. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with survival. Survival. Oh, what did I get with the wild mother thing? I got like bonuses to shit. Hold on. Could I I'm gonna do investigation? Would history maybe do a history check? Thirty. I got a thirty-four investigation. Okay. Jesus. I know, right? You got a not natural twenty history. Eight and seven is fifteen. So that's what I got for survival. Fire. Eighteen. For survival. For survival. Thyson, anything you want to do? Oh, I mean, I'm just gonna check for magic. Give me an Arcana check then. <laughs> that is a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So. Tobias, as you kind of search around the camp, kind of search around the area, it's it's the lack of, like, no footprints, no obvious footfalls or trails, which is weird because this, your more cunning side of your mind is like, this feels like somebody covered this up. This feels like something happened and this was put back in place. Because there should be footprints. There should be some telltale sign. To you, Tobias, this feels like somebody went to a lot of effort to make it look like they disappeared. Okay. Samara, as you scan the perimeter of the excavation site itself, taking a more heated interest in that, sure, it looks well corned off and looks very well manicured there's no real sign of work there's like it doesn't look like anybody's worked in it it's like it's just cleaned up and you're not sure if that seems normal i mean you would expect to see markers or some semblance of proof that they were even working in the pit or in the foundation remnants and it just seems strange i'm gonna bring my magic goggles up and see if i can detect any lingering magic in the area Okay. As you bring your goggles up and you're looking around and kind of seeing with Samara and Tobias and eventually even Mara kind of, you know, historically, Mara, this doesn't make sense. If there were two expositors here and they were actually curating the space as an excavation site, 
there should be a lot of meticulous markings and activity, and none of that is here. Fire, as soon as you bring up the goggles, and Thyssen, as soon as you kind of focus in on the area, Fire, for you, the entire area becomes lit up with a magical sense. And for Thyssen, you begin to recognize little wards that are etched into very subtle areas of the camp. Like one of the tent poles has a weird kind of glyph and ward on it. Underneath the table edge, you find a glyph or ward. And these glyphs of displacement pinged your magical sense, Thyssen, and fire your goggles you begin to realize that these glyphs that are littered all about the campsite are just finely etched into the surfaces of a stool, a table, a tent pole. Can we take 10 minutes and dispel them individually, you guys? I tell I tell Thyssen and, and, and the group. Well, I'd um, say with Thyssen's and I think, Thyssen, with your Arcana check, mm-hmm. there's a pattern and an order to these things. And they could be dangerous to dispel. Mm-hmm. Does the pattern or order tell us anything? Um, Give me an insight check, as you kind of all now understand what's going on in the site a little bit. Most, what, many of us insight. I want to insight. I did not Can do I good. You should, because sure. I did not do what? good. I'm not insightful. I don't think. I got a. Seven. I got a twenty-one. Insightful. Twenty-one insight. I am rolling like crap. Same. I got a sixteen. I got a nine. I'm not insightful. I got a sixteen. Um. Fire, with your arcana knowledge that you do have, mm-hmm. one of these glyphs is the anchor. Is and the if it's the anchor to all the other glyphs. They're, it's like tied into a main glyph. If you find that one, maybe you and Thyssen can figure out something from it. But whoever put okay. these in here was well-crafted, well-versed. And these are not minor glyphs by any stretch of the imagination. So I want to put my head together with Dyson and find out which one's the anchor glyph. So you can either each give me an arcana check or one of you can have it with advantage. I would rather give him advantage. My arcana is plus one. Okay. I'm pretty well, sure his is higher. Yeah. So Dyson, give, me... <laughs> Thyson, yeah. give me an arcana check. It's probably plus 30. I'm rolling for you. Oh yeah. That's a 29. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's a 30. Nice. <laughs> With Talil in the, uh, a teal in the background, she's like, see, I knew calling you was a good idea. It makes sense. You guys are so skilled at this. Um, and she's just standing on the edge of the perimeter of camp and kind of watching you guys. And eventually fire and dice and you move furniture aside and you move and you move. And that's when you're drawn to the cordoned off rope around the base of the, where the foundation, where the house used to be. Um, and on the very first post in the ground with the rope cordoning everything off is 
what you believe to be the main glyph. And it's larger than the other ones, and it's well-formed, and it's imbued with a series of magical properties that are a little unfamiliar to you. But overall, it's an anchored glyph displacement. Um, and with that arcana roll, Thyssen, you would know that if this glyph is triggered, it would displace anybody attempting to interact with the glyph. Displace? It, it would displace them? Like It would randomly finish? send you somewhere and you may not come back. Ooh. Maybe we should have like a homunculus or something try and deal with it just in case. Mama Hui. Just saying. It's your time. <laughs> Wait, did you name your homunculus Baba Bui? This is a pretty good one. Because <laughs> he'll do anything. <laughs> hey, Mikey. He just wants it. to belong. <laughs> I mean, that's why you made him, right? For things like this. Like, just in case. Things I imagine his so well. is like is like an adipose. Just, just this kind of like blob of a little thing hobbling yeah. up. <laughs> the only creepy thing about that is he calls Sebastian adipose. Hmm. He's a chubby little guy. So, you know, he says, I imagine it's like this little adipose. And I'm like, great. So the homunculus looks like my baby. That's lovely. <laughs> oh, don't be so sad. So are we trying to displace this thing or no? I don't know. Um, what are you guys doing? Dispel. I'm trying to dispel. Yeah, oh, can gonna... I? Where's that? What's a what's a thing that gives you? Would guidance work? Would yeah, guidance help hurt. with that role? Guidance that would help with that role, right? Sure. Give it to the boy. Can we also can we um, bardic inspiration him? He's not there. She's not there. She? Remember? No. Asborn is off solving a problem with our staff. That's right. Um, yeah. Does really? guidance stack if multiple people cast guidance? I don't think so. But no, does not. Okay, so it's I a D4 help. for an ability check. Does that count Correct. as an ability check? What? Casting a dispel magic casting on the Casting the dispel, dispel magic on the thing. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, so I'm going to... I have Ember cast guidance on you. Well, on your homunculus. Yes. Monkey, that's a little derogatory. Your homunculus. The great homunculus. Alright, he's gonna cast uh, ninth level to spell magic on the big rune. Okay. And as he does, the glyph fades. And it uncoils and undoes itself. And as it does, you can see little arcane trails lead back to where all the other ones are. And the entire illusion drops. And as the illusion drops, you're standing among the corpses of the entire excavation team. Oh, am I standing in one? We found them. (laughs) The nice neat campsite is tattered. The uh, the tents have been burnt, boxes and crates strewn all about. 
the corpses of the expositors dragged into a pile and stripped of clothing and items of possession and anything they might have had. All the other corpses are in displaced array of almost like something came through here, took out the site, and then meticulously hid it. This is this is not pleasant. Do, do the bodies speak with look? Death. Yeah, we need to speak with that. Yeah, I was going to say first off, do the bodies look like they're preserved enough that we could speak with dead, or and is there still blood in them? Uh, give me a medicine check. Could it be a survival check instead? Nope. No. Be a medicine check. <laughs> I, can do a, I can do a medicine. I can do a medicine check if Sam's asking. Oh, actually, I'm good at those. Yeah, no. Am I? Yes, I'm good at those. Two years later, enough, folks. Though. Two years later. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I got a 13. So not one of the first. Enough. One of the first forms you come across. They. It looks like their hands were tied behind their back. Um, it looks like um, they were uh, killed by blunt trauma to the head. Um, okay. And it looks like maybe they've only been dead for three or four days. Um, there's a definite smell of the sweet smell of stench and rot of people that have been, you know, affected by whatever happened to them. But none of this looks like the traditional kind of recent encounters that you've had. And in fact, for all of you, this just looks like a plain old kind of raid that took place. Somebody came in here, killed everybody and tried to cover up their tracks sophisticatedly they tried to cover up their tracks but obviously not powerful enough to beat out Thyssen's ability to undo the, the, the glyph in fact Thyssen when you kind of like undo that glyph you get the feeling that this effort was very clever but not very skilled Is there a looks like a raid Tobias give me perception what'd you say Samara I just said I was telling him it looks like a raid. Okay. Thyssen, did you say something? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, 25. Scanning around the site, anything of value looks like it's been purposely taken. Um, you can see knapsacks and other kind of like storage containers have been turned outward and things have clearly been taken from them. All the food stores are gone. Um just looks like they've been raided. Um, I want to look for what the goggles look for anything still magical. Okay. Is there? Uh, can give me perception with advantage. Um, you get the feeling that the two that are piled up on their own off to the side, um, they look like maybe they were the last ones to go out, um, and they were very They're purposely the talked to. They were very purposely kind of like set off to the side. Twenty-two. Fire, can you, can you 22. talk to Dad? Um, do I have it prepared? So, Tobias, for you, it's the lack of valuables. Whoever was here took anything that looked valuable. In the in in the pit or wherever where the house used to be, is there any? Is there any? Rock. Is it, does the rock in this area look like the rocks we're dealing with? Oh my god, is my son giggling? Yeah. Then don't worry about it. <laughs> what is it? 
Um, I don't have to speak funny? with dead prepared, but we can no, take the body so we can talk to them tomorrow. Else. No. So, Tobias, as you linger around where the old foundation of the house was, you're kind of looking at it, and now that the warded glyph has been kind of shattered, the entire space of the foundation has been marked off. And not only has it been marked off, but in the very center of the foundation is a purposely built pit that looks like it goes straight down. That's not good. Got it. I go check it out. See yeah, I'll, go, I'll walk over there with him. So Mara, you and Tobias uh, walk over to where the pit is and kind of peer down into it. Give me perception checks. What are the rest of you doing? Is there anything magic? The edge. <laughs> no, in fact, there's no, mag- there's no magical um, kind of essence or anything around you at all. 16. I just wanted to see if they'd missed anything. 30. So, Tobias and Mara, as you're over near the edge, Mara, the first thing that hits you is a smell, like a sulfur smell. And, Tobias, you peer over and a little bit deeper down, and you can see what looks to be an open stone well that's been exposed about 40 feet down. And you could smell a strange kind of sulfur smell as well. While they're doing that, I want to look for clues as to, I mean, if they missed anything, clues as to who potentially could have done this? Um, you can give me an investigation check while they're doing that. Ugh, why not? Which races, no, not races, which classes can get Speak With Dead? Would a teal oh be my. able to have Speak With Dead? Oh. Oh. Clark, she, she a bard. bard. I mean, she's a bard. She might have. It's a, a spell. That's why. I was going to ask. No, I know it's a spell. That's why I just didn't know if, cause if bards would be able to get it. So I would ask her, like, hey, are you able to Speak With Dead? And as you approach her on the perimeter of the camp, she's kind of talking, kind of like whispering for a moment. And you kind of catch her mid... Um, mid-sending um, of a message to somebody Awkward. about the condition of the site. And then she sees you come over and she just holds a finger up for a second and then she finishes the message and she goes, uh, uh, this is um, this is not good. I sent a message out to Bertrand to get this message out as quickly as possible. I... Who would have the skill to do such things? I don't... We're not sure. We're still looking around, but I was wondering if you had Speak With Dead, if you had learned that spell in your travels. Uh, Oh, yes, I know that spell very well. There's a local temple sometimes that I work with when things need to be resolved. I I could do that. Do you have a candidate for such a spell? It's. I figure the two off to the side look like those are probably the expositors. Well, I'd only be able to affect one of them. I cannot... No, that's fine. That's fine, but I just figured they look like they were killed last, so they probably saw what happened before they were killed. Please, lead us away. Let's see what we can accomplish. What is Mara and Tobias doing? They're checking out... there's There's a pit down there, and they're checking it out. I don't want to go in there. Interesting. Very well. Take me to the to, to the prospect, and then you lead a teal over to where you think the expositors 
Might be. Uh, Fire, what'd you get for your investigation? Fifteen. Fifteen. Once again, even with the illusion dropped, it's the lack of tracks that has you perplexed. Where are all the tracks? Even, like, you can even see the tracks of where people were clearly running and struggling. But those tracks are all matchable. They're all, like, okay, that makes sense. It was these people versus... These corpses over here, and this all makes sense. But where, where is it that did this? It's like where did they go? It, it's it's confusing. Do do I see the bottom of the well? I'm going to share that with everyone. Okay, looking the down ground. over the edge, Tobias. It's just inky black down. Like you could see, kind of like you get the feeling that maybe they were digging and digging. And they came across this well and then kept digging and digging and digging uh, down into it. Um, It's like neatly manicured and set up. You can even see they have a little scaffolding in the corner that goes down towards where there's like a bucket and a shovel. And there's there's like um, a couple hammers on one of the scaffolding planks. And they were clearly down there working on it. I want to go down and look. Okay, this is not a sophisticated climb for you, so you kind of quickly uh, scamper down the scaffolding and land on the planking. Um, And that's when you notice it, because I know your passive perception would be high enough for this. There's a very long claw mark along one of the planks that you're standing on. And then you look, and there's another one kind of at an angle on another plank. And you begin to wonder if maybe something crawled out of here. Um, I would have, as soon as he went down, I would have pulled out my rapier and like, I'm on, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I go back up. If I, if I see him go down, I would, you know, jump down the hall. I would wander over there. Cause you know, I gotta make sure I got his. Well, I, I, I come back up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you just watch his device come scampering out. Kind of big eyed. What'd you see? Scratch marks on the scaffolding looks like something crawled its way out of there. So scratch mark like how what kind of scratch marks? How big were they? Like your size? Like her size? Like monster size things that rip you (laughs) apart kind of size? (laughs) How about that? Okay. Fair enough. No, no, it looked like a a thousand kittens. It looks like a thousand kittens scraped their way up the scaffolding. <laughs> Do you want light down the hole? Because I can make light down the hole. This doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I can make light down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I make light down hole. Wait, um, have you shared this with everyone or is it just... Or I'm telling you guys. Well, I'm Thank telling you whoever's around the pit. Right? Okay. Um, we need to keep an eye on this pit. So something there, crawled out of there and attacked all of these people. Did it go back in? Is it still in there? I don't know. I don't Probably. think Tobias went down far enough. I, I didn't see if there was like returning claw marks. <laughs> so is there is there like a is there like a like a like, like a cave that's like its home? Is it like just keep going down? I, I didn't only over? went down like ten feet of the thousand feet. <laughs> Not a lot of. I don't know. Riding us. 
I guess I could there. fling myself down there and just at the very and then cast like a feather fall and fall down the rest of the way. Anyone have like a flying spell? Dyson, can you make any of us creatures? climb? I, are we I, have, I have a ring of feather fall. But that won't but get you back, get back up. up. But that won't get you back up. Yeah, but you'll figure that out. I'm, really? I have belief in uh, Thyssen and his abilities. No, we don't know how deep that goes. Uh, no, you don't. Let's drop a rock and see if we can hear it hit the bottom. Oh my okay. god, that's what I was going to think, and I thought it was a stupid idea. Can I find a rock? Got... Wait, hold on. <laughs> the whole rock down the... I've seen that happen, and you know what comes out? Something that you dropped a Back? rock on its head, and it's pissed off. Yeah, but it took like five damage from falling. Falling rocks. Okay. It's starting out in our favor. Can I find a rock? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, looking around, there's plenty of uh, rocks from the excavation, so that shouldn't Let's be a problem. Let's stir the pot here. I could, I could conjure an elemental and send it down there. Dude, we can send fire. Oh, see, that's smart. Hold on, though. It's not a Mara, problem. I think you're a little bit out of practice. Sorry, wait, wait, but the kids have affected your mind. I mean, you're not wrong. Isn't that a high-level spell? No. What, drop can... rock down the hole spell? <laughs> oh, elemental. Oh, the elemental <laughs> spell. Elemental. Guys, I can do guys, that with a guys. fifth level. I'm going to send Ember down there. She's got. Oh, there you go. Send your pet. Yeah, but I'm what if she familiar being down there. forewarned, she might die. We don't know what's down uh, there. She might. I yes. went down there. You guys didn't I'm even... going to hold on to you, and I'm going to watch through Blink. the Bible. Okay. That little... So wait, 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 wait. Before Ember. we do this, did we talk to the dead person? I yeah. feel like we should talk to them first because they could give us an idea of what's down there. Yeah, yeah. Let's sure. do that well, first. What are okay. we, don't we have only a finite amount of questions? What are we going to ask them? What, what killed you? What happened? They might not have seen what killed them, so let's not make it like... Because they might say, I don't know. Fine. Then they don't know, but at least we asked. Well, okay. So, how many questions do, I mean, do they get with Talk with Dead? I believe it's three. Wait. Or five. It's either three or First five. question is, can I ask you a question? Oh, that was your first question. Whoops. <laughs> so, I think it should be, what killed you and harmed this site? If they say, that's, I don't that's, know. That's not what a question. Came out of, that's not a question. It's a question. What questions. killed you? That's a question that's mark. two questions. You're trying to sneak in a question on them. <laughs> <laughs> So, what killed you? If they don't know, I guess, what caused all of this? And then there's uh, question. Question. What did they find it's here? Five. Oh, there's five questions. Okay, so what did they find five. here? What's in the hole? What's in the back? What are you doing? What's in the box? Um, question What's five. Someone box? help. What else should we ask? Uh, well, why don't we start off with the, the already have let's, down the hole? Let's wake them yeah. up and then we'll start asking the questions because depending on how they answer, we might that might pose another question. How about how about we say what happened here? What's I mean, name? the rest of us can talk. What's your sign? It's only going to listen to the questions that a teal asks. Right, right so, so we can we can now. negotiate our questions mm -hmm. as we go. Okay. Yeah. So, what happened here is our first question. All right, Atiel, you ready? Of course, it might just say we all died. I, 
I suppose, but you are very correct that you must be very specific in the question, so give me a moment, and you watch as she again, you know, she kind of begins to concentrate. She looks at one of the two kind of um, dead corpses near her, and she does it matter which one I pick? I don't think so. I don't know them personally, so I don't know which one. I can honestly say I don't remember them either. I didn't never had the opportunity. So choose the one that it looks like it died the last. That's a good point. Are we able to? She like checks both forms and she also not instantaneous. Yeah, she kind of like kind of reverently lays them apart and kind of wraps them up in like she grabs a couple tarpaulins and wraps them up and kind of gives a little bit of respect to it. And she focuses on one that looks like maybe compared to the other one might've made it to the end compared to most of the other forms and corpses in this area. And Tilil finishes and she stands back and Hands crossed. Suze, dead. Speak with us, if you would, please. And you watch as the eyes roll open. The mouth takes in a huge intake of breath. (sighs) Ask your questions. Oh, man. Oh, this one is very... Abiding, they, they, abiding, abiding. I, I think her soul is willing to say much. Often they do not say anything; they run. But this one must have known true pain and suffering to want to speak with us. I mean, do we want to bring him back when we get home? Because, like, I'm pretty sure I can. We'll think about that later. Right now, let's ask the questions. Okay. Um, What what killed you? What attacked you? What killed you? Or how did everyone die? No. Um, What killed everyone? What What killed everyone here? Maybe. What? What? What attacked the camp? What attacked you? What attacked? Yeah. What about what attacked the camp? What attacked you? I've never seen it before. Oh my god, I knew he was going to do something like that. A creature of claw, shell, and sulfur. I have no description for it. Claw, shell, and and sulfur. Sulfur. Didn't the terror engines smell like sulfur? No? I don't know. I think so. Shit, my computer's about to die. Let me go get my charger. Sorry, keep going. Uh, what did you find here? We found the well. The well. 
Well, that would explain that pit over there. What was in the well? Probably a creature of claw, shell, and sulfur. (laughs) (laughs) She knows me too well. Uh, What what were they looking for? Like, What was their purpose here? They were looking for clues on where the Magic Mansion went. Did they find Well, that we could ask. Did they find any... Uh, leads? Any... What What were their findings here, maybe? About the Magic Mountain? Mountain. Where's huh. the magic... Where's the... Where's the house? Well, no, because they, if they could just answer, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Speak with dead's a tricky spell. Yeah, I've I've done a lot of speak with dead. I mean, yeah. Did you learn Especially anything about the location of the house, or what were their findings here? Because that's can be you know any of their findings, not just findings on the house. Okay. Of course, it could just say their findings are the creature of claw, shell, and sulfur. Sure, sure, sure. Hmm. Hmm. Because we don't want to say, did you find anything? And then their answer could just be yes. Not. My understanding of the spell is as long as you keep it to a linear understanding of the question and concern. So perhaps, um, did you find any evidence related to the missing house? There you go. But they could still just say yes. Perfect. Uh, that, that's possible. They could just say yes. That's a good what point. Unless you evidence, said, what evidence did you find? What evidence did you find? Ah, exactly. Okay. What, dead, what evidence did you find here in regards to the house? We do not believe the house was ever really here. Hmm. We think that the pit has more to offer until we were destroyed. The pit has more to offer? Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. He said? It said? We're going to have to go down in that pit. Cool. Let's do it. Ready? Uh, well, we have more questions. Two more. So you have two more left. What else can we ask this poor unfortunate soul? They seem very compliant. So who, I do not believe who, that they are lying to us. Who did the magics to like hide the camp? It wouldn't have been a creature of claw and shell. It could have been. I do we know who? Do we know I who hired these whatever, people? Um. Yes, they were hired by Mara's organization and the Cobalt okay. Soul, and the other caretakers seeking more information in regards to what happened to. It's a house, the, the building okay. that was here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> did he well, load up ask, doors? Maybe ask what, <laughs> what, what did they find at the bottom of the, of the well? Um, or what did they find in the well? Because they may not have gone to the bottom. Or because it could just be a claw, shell, and sulfur. Uh, what were their findings in the well? Okay. I don't know. 
What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I think we're fine now. What do you think? What were your findings <laughs> in the well? That works. Because they or the pit, because they think the pit has more to offer. So, what were their findings in the pit? Why do they think it has more to offer? We had not finished excavating the pit before I was destroyed. <clears throat> so if we can also assume whoever lifted this place and kept it hidden came after the fact. So I do not believe asking them that question will do us any good. Fair enough. Someone knew they were going to find it. Shulamon. Shulamon Qualish or Tierling. Guess I'll have to go down to the bottom of the pit and find what's down there. I don't know what else I want to ask. What else do we want to ask? One more question. What's everybody's passive perception again, really quick? Oh. 17. 30. Uh, <laughs> Are you serious? I can't be right. No, my passive perception is 20. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I have a 23. Jesus. Wow. Still pretty Holy good. <laughs> Dyson with 12. That's what I do. <laughs> Fire and Tobias, as everybody's fixated on this talking corpse, the two of you hear guttural clicking and growling sound begin to emanate from the pit. And it sounds like something's pulling itself up and out of the pit. As As all of you turn to see this, you watch as this massive crab claw comes out. And then another one. And this creature begins to pull itself out of the pit. I need everybody to roll for initiative, please. You're lucky that you had two, two high passive perceptions. That's a good initiative. That's a shitty initiative. I never That's have a good 13. initiative. Considering oh, how bad I usually faster. roll. No, no. Considering how bad I roll, I usually get zero. I got a 13. <laughs> I got a seven. Put it in your name. Oh, that's right. Put it in your name. Well, maybe that was my uh, shitty roll for the night, and I'll just roll really well after that. I got a 12. I got a 12. So I, I had said that I pulled my rapier out and I was holding it. Would I have been able to activate my right? Um, I would say that you guys weren't surprised, but you weren't quite ready immediately. So you'll have to resolve it during normal. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Oh, not like oh, that. No. Oh, no. Oh, Yep, I'm gonna feed him again. Oh gosh, dang it! Ooh. Looks like crabs back on the menu. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I put that on. Oh man, oh, that keeps changing on me. It's so weird. Um, so what do we got? We got. Oh, those are some really shitty rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cross the board, garbage. <laughs> wow, fire. Wow. You're asleep um, at the wheel. Tyson coming in at the 14. <laughs> I can't believe I'm up I'm up on oh, – I'm not, I'm not You're up right on the in the middle, right? I'm in the middle. Normally, I'm, I'm where fire's at. 
I rolled a four. I historically roll bad for initiative. Yes, you do. Let me put um, Talil in there. Oh, good. Talil. Oh, that's not the one I wanted to use. I was going to use... I can use this one because... She's killed. Sam cradles her in her arms. All right. Um, yeah, I rolled a 23. that into existence. Okay, so, I guess it gets to go. Was the yeah, creature rolled a 23 or a teal rolled a 23? The creature. A teal rolled a 15. <laughs> she runs. <laughs> See you back at well, the it's, end. It's, it's, it's a very good seeing you. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't blame her. People that hang out with us don't last long. <laughs> this is fair. <laughs> All right. So with that, the creature is going to go first. Of course. And it oh, is man. going to charge directly into the group. Well, I mean, does like crawling out of the hole take half its movement? <laughs> <laughs> that kind I of have to you that sometimes crawling in the hole takes half my or half its movement. <laughs> does, is, this, is this creature? Large or gargantuan? What size is it? It's no. huge. It's considered huge. It's huge. As it comes clacking and charging into the group, it's going to take an attack on Thyssen with one of its claws. That is a 29. Miss. Okay. Thyssen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, 29, does it hit? Of course it hits. Well, you fucking well I don't know with your build. <laughs> with, there was a time when I said 31, and you're like, no, misses. <laughs> Alex. Oh, is that Alex? Oh, that's right. You were playing yes. his character. No, you're right. You're right. See, I'm traumatized. I'm traumatized. By oh, man, why do we not have Alex? We need Alex. Good. That is going to be... Uh, 21 points of force damage or bludgeoning damage in this case, but give me a strength save, please. Uh, it's a five. Okay, you are currently grappled. Oops. Where'd that go? Ah. <laughs> we win. Whoa. Whoa, hey, cool. we see down there. Hey, I I've, I've never <laughs> seen that bug before. That's really cool. That was interesting. And huh. where is it at? Uh, yeah, it I'm gonna have to make a new one. Give me one fucking it, minute. That was really fell into weird oblivion and really fucking annoying. That was quick combat. Okay, guys, we go ahead and loot the. <laughs> oh, it's not. Nope, wrong it's one. Still there. Huge size. I feel like hey, it's that's bigger, bigger than before. Than the last one. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's bigger than the last one. <laughs> so, Thyssen, you are now grappled in its claw. Um, it's craw. see. It's craw. base. 
Tobias, you have an attack coming at you. Uh, that is a 27. Hit. Give me a strike save, please. Uh, so a, a fif- 15? 15? Uh, 15 will fail. You are now grappled. Great. In its claw. Stop getting grappled, people. And how much damage do I take? Uh, you take uh, 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, fire, there are two attacks coming at you. That is a 25 and a 12. One hit. Okay. That is uh, 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And let's see. It is going to use its withering stare as its bonus action. Uh, Samara, give me a charisma save, please. And just what does the withering stare do? Um, what do you mean? Probably going to frighten you. Charm <laughs> is you. it frightening me? No, it is not. Oh, fine. It's shrieking you. A charisma save? Yes. That's a 14. 14. You watch as all eight of its eyes begin to glow and beam out this necrotic kind of like energy <laughs> down into you. Take uh, 30 points of necrotic damage. And then it is going to... Yep, that's where it's going to finish its turn. Thyson, you are up with Samara on deck. Sorry, no. Atiel is up. Um, Atiel. Come on, is... babe. Fuck him up. Uh, Atiel is going to place her hand on your shoulder, um, Samara, and heal you for 24 hit points. Oh, bless you. Um, she is then going to bonus action cast embolden yeah she'll use embolden she's going to bonus action cast embolden spirit um so fire um you now have um an extra uh 2d6 on any healing cast that you do so she is now um nice Okay. No, it's not concentration. That is evo- invocation for her. Um, and then she is going to inspire Thyssen. So Thyssen, you have a D12 inspiration die. As she looks up and goes, well, certainly you could do better than just hanging around up in a crab clock, couldn't you? So you are now have bardic inspiration. That will finish. She is actually, you know what? She's going to take... Um, some a jerry pill and move <laughs> back move back to the tree right there all right Bryson you are up with Samara on deck 
Oh, right. I'm here. I'm here. You can give me two seconds. That's like two seconds. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, four, one thousand, five, one thousand, six, one thousand more. All right, I'm gonna try and strength save out with my extra one d twelve. So you can use your action to break out. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and give me a athletics check, athletics. or technically athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Acrobatics. Okay. Uh, Twenty-one. One. That is a dirty twenty for me. You managed to free yourself and you drop to the ground. Give me a deck save. <laughs> Uh, as a 19. 19. Uh, you manage to stay on your feet. You only take two points of falling damage. You still have your move and your bonus action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to run as far as I can with my homunculus. Which way? Uh, opposite Go direction. Back. So yeah, back like here, over there. Yeah. yeah, right there. Yeah. Put you over by the tree right there. And my homunculus is going to cast Crown of Stars on himself. And. Nice. And then he's going to fire with it as the bonus action. Okay. That is a... That is a 21 to hit. Uh, 21 will just hit. Okay. And it will take 26 force damage. Nice. Guys, watch as the homunculus lashes an arcane bolt. Strikes the huge creature, bits of its like uh, chitinous like form kind of flail off of it. It barely even notices the scratch. It just takes it, just holding um, uh, Tobias in one claw, and then its eyes kind of flickering and pulsing the whole time. Anything else you'd like to do, Tyson? That's all I can do. Okay. Samara, you are up with Tobias on deck. So, question. In my time with the Luxodons, would I have seen a mammoth ever? I would say that's, well... It's a type of elephant. That's why I'm like... I mean, figuratively speaking, you've never really seen one. I've never seen one, so I could not wild shape into one. No. Okay. Um, That being said, I have one further question. I did that tattooing on my fingernails to turn into claws. Do I have to cast anything for that to happen? Or when I wild shape, will it just happen? When you wild shape, it happens automatically with your wild shape. And it's basically like a primal savagery, like it would give an additional whatever. Correct. Okay. So, um, 
let me first and so turn okay turning wild shape isn't going to be my action but i'm going to send pepper for my spell okay because that way i'm not doing both um i'm going to send pepper with a uh what am i thinking of a release person brain is not working freedom of movement Thank you. Freedom of movement, yes. Uh, release person. <laughs> I had no idea what you were going for. This is what happens. Okay, so freedom of movement on Tobias so that it drops him. So Pepper oh, that's right. And you said Pepper's casting that? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to wild shape. And what are you wild shaping into? I'm trying to choose. It's very difficult. I mean, I thought... Uh, so my question then is, since it's on my claws, if I turn into an elephant, would it go in my tusks or no? That's the no, I mean, you just displace in the area. It's not like coming into existence. is good. You know, it just displaces the area is all it does. So it'll still be part of me if I do it. Yeah. Okay, then I would like to turn into an elephant with my little primal savagery tusks happening. Good lord. And primal savagery, at least my primal savagery, is 4d10 acid damage. Holy shit. And that's what I get? Yep, that's what you get. Same thing. 4d10. I like that. We will use this little guy for the elephant. I don't have one yet. I gotta look into seeing how I can get... um, Whoa. Beasts That's large. Brought in. Well, elephants are pretty big. That is true. Um, and I can't do anything yet because that was my action. Correct. For my Let's movement, I'd like to move at least 20 feet away so that on my action I can charge. Okay. That my will gearing give it attack, up to go. That will give it an attack of opportunity on you. Oh, well then no. Then I'll just stay. It's fine. That will finish your turn. Tobias, you are no longer held in its claw as you fall to the ground. Do the spell that was cast on you. However, at the end of your turn, Samara, it is going to use two legendary actions to attempt to use its ability to gore you. Give me a strength save, please. It is going to just take me out already, isn't it? Strength. Lord, give me strength. Nope. Why do I keep rolling sixes? I got a 12. 12. Three. Yep. You take 52 points of piercing damage. Not out of my elephant form, but getting close. And you are immediately pushed back 10 feet from the effect. And you are knocked prone. Boo. That'll finish its legendary action. Tobias, you are up with Mara on deck. Okay, I'm going to use my action to uh, turn on my boots of speed. Okay. And then I'm going to... uh, So a dash is an action, huh? It's a bonus action to invoke your boots, by the way. Oh, it's a bonus action. Okay. So I'll do a bonus action, invoke my boots, and then I will use... The dash action to move uh, 
And then it, he has disadvantage on his opportunity attacks against me if he can take any. And I'm going to move yeah. behind him uh, above, on top of that little rock. On top of that rock over there. Keep going. Somewhere over here? It. Yeah. Because I moved double my movement now. So I moved 70 feet. I think okay. I'll double check. Yeah. 70 feet on my normal Actually, movements. I have to move you right there. Because now you're by the pit. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right. And so I can make... I think that's your turn, yeah? I still got my turn. Okay. And I'm going to have to use my new weapon. Well, it was your... Well, you did an action dash, right? Yeah. That's your well, action... Yeah, because I can move farther than that if I wanted to do the action dash. Well, I thought you I just, did. I just moved my normal movement. That's because it's my my normal movement's doubled. Oh well, you said you were doing the dash action, and I do dash action, so I can move double more than that. Then, right? Well, is that what you're doing though? I'm trying to figure because if that's what yeah, you're yeah, doing, that'll, cons that'll consume your action. Yeah, I'm, I'm already seventy feet away. Okay. If that's a normal movement, he'll get a normal attack of opportunity on you. Yeah, with disadvantage. Because I get my boots of speed. Correct. Okay. So you're not doing the dash action. You're just moving away. Yeah, I'll just move my normal movement 70 feet. Okay. Gotcha. Um, that is a 17. Oh, that will miss. Okay. And... Gonna break out the old, well, my new sniper rifle. Boop, 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 boop. And we'll attack. And it's gonna be a long view, so it'll be a. Oh uh, my 20... god! You're using your new, you're using your new sniper rifle. Uh huh. <laughs> so a twenty-two. <laughs> Yep, that'll hit. Okay. And it's a burst fire, so I'm going to roll. Shit. I'm going to roll again for my second attack. Okay. If I can not throw it off the wall thing. And uh, 24. 24 will hit. All right, and it does 2d8 piercing damage. I got a lot of dice here. 23, let me write that down. We're still having Ivar pre-roll. <laughs> He's just a Gatling gun. But this is a learning uh, 51, 51 points learning of damage. Yeah, yeah, how much? There's so much math. Uh, wait, I just <laughs> want to make sure I, I did wait a minute, my rounds, my ice rounds here. Uh, I think the ice runs do an extra part of damage, but let's see where I have it written down. All right, well, that's right. So 
I do 51 points of damage. Nice. You shoot. <laughs> Hits it in the rear of the shoulder and <laughs> chunks of muscle and flesh go <laughs> flying forward. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? Uh, I'll hide. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hide in the open after shooting a sniper rifle? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll just stay there. He'll have to disengage from it, and everybody gets an opportunity to attack. So, so uh, fire. I'm using this as ember right here. Wasn't it cute? I gotta look back and see what those stupid ice rounds do. Right now, she's probably in my pocket. Yep. I'll keep her off to the side in case you need to use her. All right, so that'll finish Tobias. Mara, you are up with fire on deck. All right, I'm going to, first thing, activate my right. And I'm up to D10s now. Yeah, I just gave myself nine damage. So starting off strong. Okay, yeah. You do like um, to uh, self, self-medicate. Sure do. Sure do. <laughs> um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a swing. Go for it. That's a natural 20. Nice. Starting off strong. I have no idea how to hit with this anymore, so give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Mara in a little while. Okay, so I get that and I get... Um, is he a fey, fiend, or undead? He is fiend. fiend. Okay, so he gets an extra one then. Okay. All right, I think that's it. Um, oh, that's really good. That's um, 14, 23 doubled is 46 plus, what's my plus? Plus 10, 56. Oh, do I need to separate radiant from piercing? Uh, yes, radiant, you get an extra D8. Oh, okay. What did I just say, 46? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. So piercing, let me do piercing. Piercing is, which one's the, that one? So piercing is 14, 24 piercing. Okay. And then less good. Um, 10, 19, 38 radiant. 38. Radiant. Nice. A lot of math. 62 points of damage. You just slash into it with your rapier. You find just bone, muscle, tissue. You pierce through and the trail of like orange blood comes spilling out of its knee. All right. Um, can I extract aspects? Does it have any vulnerabilities or anything? It is vulnerable to radiant damage. Like and psychic damage. Okay, so as I take my second swing, I want to yell that out. Okay. Radiant and psychic damage, everyone! Um, oh, that's a really shitty swing. Um, that is a 22. 22? Uh, 22 will hit. Oh, okay. I, oh, um, after my first swing, I was going to brand him... With the brand of what is it at now? Brand of Sundering. Okay. So he's he's branded. Okay. 
Um, oh, well, and there goes that dice. Well, I needed that one. <laughs> okay, fine. So I know how to play my character. <laughs> you also, if I know you, have 50 million sets of dice in front of you right now. We don't have a lot of D10s, though, because who uses D10 except for apparently level 17 blood hunters? <laughs> Okay, uh, it's not as good. Okay, so it's Oh, I need to separate the radiant and the piercing. Um, okay, so that is uh, 14 piercing and 12. 16. Is that right? 16 radiant. Yes. Did you use your extra D8 for Radiant? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Another piercing blow with your rapier into it, and the that Radiant damage lingers. It's like cracked and like shooting kind of like blackened webs of energy up its form. It seems to be very vulnerable to the effect and just kind of, kind of reacts to this just a massive amount of Radiant damage that it just took. Like that, like that. Okay. Um, all right. The and that's that's that. I'll finish your turn. Fire, you are up, and then we'll be at the top of the second round. Okay, I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians at fourth level. Nice. And uh, fires looked like. Um, Shoot, it was... I think they were big purple... No, arenas were big purple books. No, fires were books. Stuffed pigeons. Uh-uh. Arenas were books. Fires were pigeons. Yes, they were. Purple, Which, actually, pigeons. I think on it. Head pigeons. Oh, he is so fussy. I'll use the chicken. Again. That'll be your spirit guardians. Yep. It okay. is a wisdom save. Alright. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a two oh, no, plus one right. three. Um, fires were big swirling purple books. Never mind. I wrote I it down. Knew it. I was like, no, yeah, was they so were right. books. <laughs> they were books. Okay, so radiant damage. Then why um, are you doing that? And he failed. Right. So that's all 4d8. And then I do a, another d8. Extra d8. Correct. Is that Here's one it. that I like? Okay. Ooh, eight, 10, 15, 19, uh, 23. 23 points of radiant damage? Yes. Okay. And that's my action, bonus action. Um. Oh, none of my bonus actions are cantrips, so I am not going to walk away because I don't want to attack the opportunity. I guess. Okay. Yeah. 
And I pull out my mace. I guess my bonus action, I pull out my mace. Or I guess that's a free action. But I can't attack him with my mace yet. This one. See, now your spiritual guardians are flying books. Flying books. Yay. So finish your turn. Okay, I, did she say yes or no? I couldn't. I'm, yes, sorry, okay. I was muted. Gotcha. So now in front of you, Samara, you can see the flurry of the books kind of crashing around the fe- the fiend, just slamming into it, and the radiant damage just, it seems very much vulnerable to radiant damage. Um, I trumpet that enjoy. Will, yep, that'll finish round one or top of round two. It'll now be the creature's turn. It is going to, you know what? It's going to take all four attacks on you, uh, Mara. Um, could I, so activating my, this is the wild mother. It, it doesn't say it's anything. Where is it? Paradox is all just confuse it. Scream fire, uh, scream fire, no deal, or scream fine, no deal. Then, can I activate my kiss of the wild mother? It, it doesn't um, say that it takes an action or anything, it just says once per long rest. Yeah, it's just well, I mean, it's it's basically your action, is what it is. It's you activate it. Okay, can I can I do that now? Yeah, if you want to. What does that do again? It raises my AC to 25. Um, yeah, I'll say you do it as a reaction, actually. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah you do it as a reaction. How far back did we have that? I might have so, that in my notes. It is going to... First attack is a 26. Damn it. <laughs> Second attack is a 28. Third attack is a 16. Fourth attack is a 28. So four hit. He is not attempting to grappling you. He is actually using a special ability that he has. So that is only two hit. Special. Just two hit though, right? No, I thought four hit. No, no I, one, one hit. was a, yeah, three. one was a six. T- yes, yeah, so only three yeah. hit. All right. That is uh, 41 points of piercing damage. It's then going to bonus action attempt to gore you. Sure. Uh, But because it's not a legendary or because it's not a legendary action, he has to actually roll. And that's actually pretty crappy. That's only a 20 on its roll. You feel the horns kind of bend away off your armor. Um, he does not want to stay in the effect. So he is actually going to move away from it up onto the rocks. Can I, do I get an attack? Oh, I used my reaction. God damn you used it. your reaction. Um, fire, you get a bonus a- attack of opportunity. Guiding bolt. Books. Uh, it has to be melee because no, it doesn't. No, you're a warcaster, aren't you? 
Oh, that's right. Your warcaster. Yeah, roll. Guiding bolt. I forgot about that. No, he just like I, ran, right? There was no like magical moving. No, he just yeah, he did his normal movement and ran out of the effect. How far zone. away is how far away is he? Ten feet. Well, I am moving his full movement of forty five feet. Ugh. Okay. Twenty two hit? Uh twenty two does hit. Roll for damage with oh. an extra D eight because oh. it's radiant. I totally forgot. Uh, each time the branded creature deals damage to you or another creature within five feet of me, he takes four psychic damage. Oh, add an extra D4 to that because he is vulnerable to psychic. Not a D, just straight four. I know. Add an extra D4 because oh, he's vulnerable I, to psychic. I see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, that's a four. So that's eight. Yeah. So that is... Um, 24 because he hit you three times and then eight um yeah so 24 because he hit you three times yeah okay. um because of my brand he can't dash okay but he Good can know. six 12 18 oh my god i, I rolled four sixes uh nice. 20, 18 that's 24 uh 28 what? plus seven 28 plus 7. 35. 35 radiant. Wait, yeah, guarding, guiding bolt is radiant damage, right? Yes, yeah. yes it is. The guiding and then bolt. also, question. Yeah. On spirit guardians, it says when they start their turn there. So would he have gotten the spirit guardian damage at the beginning of his turn too? He would have to make a save, yes. Okay. And that's wisdom. Correct. correct. Yeah, that's a... Six. So go ahead and roll for damage yep. on that as well. Oh man, there's ones. Six plus eight. Uh, six, seven, eight, and eight is sixteen. Plus seven is twenty-three. Eighteen plus seven is what? Did I say eighteen? Yeah, I thought you said eighteen plus seven is twenty-three. No, I said. Um, 16 yes. plus 7. Gotcha. I thought you said 18. Okay. 23. No. This guy's looking chewed up. He's taking some damage, but he seems like he's still in the fight. And he seems to be running back towards the pit that he came out of. Don't let him get there. Stop him! So that will finish his turn. Someone hold monster in. Um, a teal... Well, only we had our bard. Well, he's not a monster, though, is the problem. He's a fiend. Yeah, he's a fiend. Ah. Someone hold creature? Is that a, is that a thing? Hold fiend. <laughs> dominate? Uh, no, because it's dominate person. A teal is going to inspire the prone elephant. So, Samara, you have a d12. As you hear a teal yell at you, it'd be nice if you get off your ass, dear, and get into the fight instead of lying <laughs> around. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you have a D12 of inspiration. Um, she is going to cast. Um, she's going to cast Guiding Bolt as well. Uh, unfortunately, oh, that's a 19. That is going to miss. That'll finish a teal's turn. Thyssen, you're up with Samara on deck. All right. 
Um, well, I keep forgetting to put out your homunculus. I need to remember to do that, so it's easier for me to remember. What, what in there it. looks like adipose? No, I like to use um, this guy here as his homunculus. Alright, Tyson, you're up. What you doing? Um, I... <sighs> Hmm. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I'm gonna cast my homunculus is gonna cast mental prison on him. What's the save on that? Uh, intelligence. Oh, never mind. I have two. I'll use its first legendary resistance on that one. Boo. Mm -hmm. I forgot. I I'm gave him two. And then I'm going to try and banish it. Okay. That's charisma or wisdom? Uh, charisma. Okay. That is a dirty 20. He barely passes. And then my monkey is going to shoot a crown of star shot at him. Go for it. Bonus action. That is a... 18, which misses. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Do you want to move it all? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Samara, you are up with Tobias on deck. So getting out of my wild shape, that's a bonus action, yes? Correct. Cool. That makes me happier. Um, I wanted to use my elephant form, but he's too far away. So I'm going to change back into myself and use and get up. Use half my. Oh, I guess movement. I didn't hide you. I thought I did. Oh, yeah, I did. So I'm going to stand up. And then. Because I heard her say radiant damage, I'm going to cast Moonbeam at ninth level. Nice. Holy shit. Ninth? Yeah. I've Ooh. created a murder squad. Good lord. Tell me that does radiant damage. It does. Oh, it does. <laughs> does many shit radiant damage. At ninth level. What's the save? It is con 15. Dex? Oh, no, con. con. Try for some reason, I always... Yeah, that one is gone. That is pretty beefy. Um, that is an 18. So save, but you get half damage. Correct. Four, you five, still get six, the extra seven, D8 halved for the vulnerability. Nine plus a D8. So I have to do some math. Three fold. Uh -huh. I use my reaction to make him reroll. Hold on. Ooh. Oh. Mother effer. <laughs> Uh, that is a 14. <laughs> Yay! So I'm gonna roll all the damage. I love you, son. <laughs> okay. I love you too. So. I'm, I'm doing homework while also destroying you. It's so easy. <laughs> it's all in the passion. It's all in the passion. Uh, that's funny. I also destroy you. Okay, this is 30. And uh, another one, another one, another one, that one, and that one. 65 points of 
radiant damage. You watch as a whole section of his backside and the like the the weird skin like surface just radiate out and just sloth off his body, like exposing the interior flesh and bones. And he just and he just roars in pain from the strike. Would have been cool if he exploded. My mic cut out again, so might be sounding weird. Fair point. Am I sounding weird? No. no sound fine. Good. Oh, okay, good. Then we're good. I mean, no weirder than normal. That, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after all that damage, I'm going to go hide behind a tree. <laughs> so you're you're at half movement because you stood up. Uh, I think I've, I'm at 30. No. Yes, 30. So 15 feet. 15. Is that tree 15 feet away from me? The one it behind is me? 20, 20 feet away from you. I want to get closer to it. All right, it is going to use all four of its legendary actions to bolster self at the end of your turn, Samara. So that is gone. Do all my hard work. What's that do? You guys have done a lot of damage to him. You watch as a lot of the injuries on him just begin to self heal and seal up and these weeping wounds begin to stitch closed as he just kind of like bolsters himself and the energy heals him. All right. That'll finish Samara's turn. Tobias, you are up and a very pissed off fiend is making a run for the opening. Okay. Does he have to run past me to get into it? Oh yeah. So I would it, it would get a ta- I would get an attack of opportunity on that part of it. Yeah, well, I mean it's your turn. I know. I just want to make sure that I'm. Um, I'll just I'll move into base with him. Okay. And I will fire my pistols. Point blank. <laughs> so first one's going to be a uh, twenty nine. That'll hit. Next one will be a 34. The next one will be a nat 20. Nice. Okay. So There's going to be do... a lot of math, so if anybody, you know, has to yeah, go right. potty or, you know, do their taxes or, you know, the normal stuff. Right. <laughs> So he's going to get. <laughs> Shot him in the no no square.
Okay, and then that one is going to be killed right Boy, our boy is fussy tonight. I swear, during encounters, all I ever see is the top of Ivar's head. <laughs> 116 points of damage. Oh, at least he puts his glasses on top so it still looks like it's his face. Yeah, there you go. You guys just watch as Tobias goes running up to the front of the creature. Uh, just starts shooting at its like midsection and huge chunks of shell and meat are just kind of going flying off. The creature just rears back in pain. <laughs> just looks down at you frustration and pain. It's massive eyes all blinking on top of its head. And I believe that'll finish your turn, Tobias. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I could take my reaction to fire another pistol at him, but I'm going to wait for him to run by me to fire again. Yeah, or if he's going to take all his attacks on me, whatever he's going to do. Well, you've got his attention. Um, yeah. Mara, you are up with fire on deck. Um, so I have 35 feet. Can I get a melee with him? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yep. Cool. Um, as I'm running over for my bonus action, I'm going to um, cast Blood Curse of the Marked. So he's now marked for my turn. And I'm going to take my first swing. Go for it. Oh, that's not... Uh, that's a nine, no six. That's better. Uh, so 23, 23 to hit. Yep, twenty three will hit. Where did I put my character sheet? There it is. Okay. Um, I know how to play my character. Um, okay, so I'm gonna do the piercing damage first. Fifteen piercing, and then nice. the radiant. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on, hold on. 29 radiant. Nice. Second attack. Second attack. Uh, a crit on a 19. Can it crit on a 19? No. Uh, 20. No, 30, <laughs> 33. 33 to hit. Nice. Um, so that will be a 16 piercing. And a 21 Radiant. He is starting to look rough now. You can see where his bolstering attempt to try to hold his form and heal up his wounds. All of that's now been undone. You can see parts of his flesh hanging away. The wounds are weeping heavily. He's looking a little bit rough at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I, I have 10 feet of movement left. No, I'll just I'll stay there. Okay, that'll be it for me. Okay. Fire, Fire you are up, yeah. and then we'll be at the top of the third round. Well, 
first I'm going to move within 15 feet of him. Because the books go out 15 feet. Yep. Put you right about there. Oh, man. Well, let me put and then... that. That's weird. That's funny. And then he gets book damage. Gotta make a save, right? Wisdom 18. I gotta do it. Well, I mean, on a successful, on a yeah, on a successful save, he takes half. So, wait, did I roll the right dice? Because I rolled a six. I don't think I'm supposed to be rolling a six. D8s, right? No, it's four D8. Yeah, it's all D8s. Yeah. I don't know why I grabbed. That's why. Okay. Sorry. The book does better. <laughs> Okay, six and twelve and ooh, four sixes. What's six times four? Twenty-four. 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 Twenty-four plus four, so twenty-eight. Um, twenty-eight for the spirit guardians. Nice. And then I'm going to cast guardian of faith in front of him over the hole, like yeah, in front of him, between him and the hole. Is Spirit Guardian's concentration? Mm, Spirit Guardian's is concentration, but Guardian of Faith is not. Okay. And you're going to do Guardian of Faith? Yes, and it's a dex save. What shall we use? What shall we use? A cat. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> a big cat. No, a kitty cat. Because it's oh, yeah, a, large, exactly. a it's large spectral... It's a large spectral guardian. It's a house cat, but just large. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Between oh, him and the awesome. hole. It's, and it's floating. Meow. <laughs> 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 so it's that that house cat with a sh- a sword and a shield. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's All right, that'll cat. finish your turn. It's a, well, it's a dex save. Oh, is it? What's the effective range? Um, the effective range it's within ten feet. And how far can you cast it? Thirty feet. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> That is a 18 on the dex. Uh, that is the dex. So uh, it saves for okay. half, I believe. So it's radiant damage, and on a failed save, it takes 20 or half as much on a successful. So would it be 10 plus a d8? Yes. Okay. Eight. So 18. And nice. it's done 10 damage, so I have to keep track of that. Yep. Because it lasts as long as 60 damage. Yep. And it is now a very desperate creature's turn. Um. Sorry, creature. I knew it. What, what is he going to do? <laughs> well, you did a shit ton of damage to I it. I did so a you definitely have a ton of damage. <laughs> um, shit. 
I even surprised myself on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to. I did get the recharge back, so I need you. Um, it's not going to try and go after the the, the spectral kitty in front of it. No, um, oh. Tobias, I need you to make a con save. Okay, eighteen. I got a twenty-two. Twenty-two. That'll save. You'll take half of fifty-two points of necrotic damage as it gives you its withering gaze. So that is. 26 six points of necrotic damage. Um, and it's going to take, yeah, it's going to take all four attacks on you. Okay. First one is a is that, 21. Miss. Second one is a natural 20. Third okay. one is a 24. Hit. And the fourth one is a 26. Hit. So we'll do the natural 20 first. I'm going to use my, uh, I'm going to use the dodge to take half of that damage. So the dodge as a reaction. Uh, yeah. Cause I think I can use, I don't know if I forgot what it's called. Uncanny dodge. Uncanny dodge. Yeah. Is that against... I thought that was against dex-based damage. No, I got... Uh, when you I'm gonna, when I'm hit with an attack, I can use my reaction to have the uh, attacks damage okay. against me. So, yeah, I thought it was just an attack you can see. No, isn't that evasion? No, it's evasion? Attack. evasion no, it's an evasion. It's a special ability that rogues get, which is okay, uncanny dodge. So uncanny dodge and then evasion is when it's, it's like a fireball dex. effect or something. Right, evasion is dex. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So seven, seven plus 10, 14, 24, um, plus its envisioned embrace is six. So 30, take half of 30 points of piercing damage for the crit hit. Okay. And then the other two hits are 14, 21, uh, 27, 28 points of piercing damage for the other two hits. Right. And it's going to use its move to push through you and the cat. I attack of opportunity, right? Nope. Well, I you just get use your reaction. Oh, you I get son. one though, right? Uh, but yes, Mar, you do get one. Mm, and I'll let you resolve no, that before he disappears down the hole. Uh, that's a tw uh, tw uh, 29. 29 to hit. 29 will hit. Roll for damage. Oh my god, there's so much math again. Uh, 15 piercing. Okay. And oh, shitty, shitty radiant damage. Uh, eleven radiant damage. Nice. Um, and what what's he moving through? Hold on. He is moving oh. over the edge and back down into the hole. I do I get an attack of opportunity? Um, I don't think you were in base with him. Okay. Oh no, she wasn't in base. Um. <laughs> Did her books get an attack? No. Oh, I don't even know if I can move the um, 
guardian of faith. And with that, it moves out of immediate range. It slinks back down into the hole it came out of. And that's where we're going to finish because I'm imagining you guys are going to pursue it. Yes. Who's going to have because him throw, someone throw a fireball just, down there? Let's okay. just pursue it now. I'm going to run and dive down the hole. Leave, ah. If it attempts to leave our plane, thing, things will happen to it. Because it's branded. Correct. So For now, because I think we're going to move the battle into subterranean. Crazy. I forgot I had used this board for something else. It's funny. Oh, I thought there was a bunch of crap down there that's going to kill us. Okay. Oh, there will be. I mean, also that. There will be. <laughs> I like the big house cat as the guardian of faith. I just I love it. Um, I thought that was just fucking adventure <laughs> for sure. So, hey, everybody. Thanks for coming out and mm -hmm. hanging out with us. And we're going to have a two-part encounter when we come back. Obviously, things will get even more interesting going down below for sure. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe he made it back down below with hit points. I mean, yeah, I mean, he oozed his way back down. There. He, was, <laughs> he was looking really rough. So, yeah, it's probably like holy bucket. Oh, he gets instantly healed when he gets well, down no. there. Each of us no, did definitely did not that. One massive hit. Not that. Oh yeah, I did 116 points of damage. I think oh, yeah, that's the biggest hit. Almost, I mean, you undid his bolster and a little bit more. Wow. I mean, I mean, that's yeah, the biggest hit I've ever done on somebody. I think. <laughs> well, well, how much was your moonbeam, Dan? What's that? How much was your moonbeam? So those pistols like are killer. Something, but. Like, it, as soon as you yelled radiant damage, I was in elephant form going, fuck. Because <laughs> I usually always go moonbeam. And the one time I decide not to. I'm going to be an elephant today. <laughs> I'll go elephant. Nope. <laughs> Great. Holy buckets. That was cool. That was, that was so cool. cool. That was really cool. Well, I'm glad Samara got to oh. beat on something, even though it knocked her off her ass. Yeah, but it, it helped with the raginess I was feeling earlier. Yeah, that's so true. I appreciate it, that. It Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just glad I got Mara back. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for coming out. We will be back here next Tuesday. Everybody good for next Tuesday, as far as we know? As far as we know. I know yeah, we have an extended out, but... break coming up eventually for you, Ivar. No, I, 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 you know, this month's crazy for me, but I, I happen to be home on Mondays and Tuesdays. So, So even with war, you'll be here? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll be here. Cool. All right, so it looks like we'll be here for the f at least for next Tuesday and wherever we go from there. So thanks, everybody, for coming out. Really appreciate it. Go join our Discord. Um, we will be publishing the new giveaways. We have a pretty busy schedule for the summer coming up. We have a one-shot this Friday. Um, I will be back here tomorrow night to do some world building and probably create some more monster mashing and do some more map building as well. So... Uh, Paradox, thanks for coming out and hanging out with us. Um, we even had a new watcher who checked in earlier. Um, uh, Wolf's Fox um, for coming out and watching us as well. And my lovely partner, resubscribing. We've been on our channel now officially for 12 months because uh, she's been subscribed since month I one. I was the first so subscriber. You were. So we've been 
been doing this, been doing the Twitch channel for a month, and the other game was already going. So holy crap, um, it's been a while. So yeah. thanks to everybody for coming out. Um, we will see you. Be safe. Be kind. Play a game. It's Play a game. Play games. Night. Good night, everybody. Stay this time. You always check out the moon. Okay, Stay. Sorry.